Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. You're now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Man, a lot of levels to your voice there. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. Hello. Chico Chico couldn't join us as he got sprayed by a skunk this week. Poor Poor Chico. Uh, what we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience. This week, we're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. And then we're going to uh, talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. Uh, but first, Kamar, how was your week? Oh, good week, good week. Well, it's sort of a mixed, mixed review. I um, I got out of the house that we were painting that okay. was going on oh, for yeah. too long. That's good. And um, one of the guys I work with lives in Hull, so I drove him back, and I had such a flashback. I, did you guys go to Hull? Of course. Yeah. Like it, Hull was insane. For anyone who doesn't listen, half of uh, Ottawa is in Quebec. Uh, when I was a teenager, the bars were open to three, and in Ontario, the bars were open to one. Well, and you could drink at 18. For people in Plus that. Detroit, you'll totally understand, because the way you guys come over to Windsor... That's exactly, uh, is it Windsor? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, That's exactly the way we would go there. It's a lower drinking age and... Yeah, all the Detroit kids would go to Windsor Titty Bars, for sure. And we'd go there and... But everyone was showing up there tuned. Like, it was just fights and just uh, 50 cent beer specials. It was just... The Thunderdome. The Thunderdome. Thunderdome um, was insane. What was the other one? Broad Street, Shalimar's. It was insane. Like Bop. And there were no phones. And there like were no the, the footage and stuff. Anyways, so I just had a flashback. And then um, on Thursday after we recorded the uh, Patreon, which is out this week, the only way you can hear it is if you join the Patreon. It was hot fire. I did a set at Absolute. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I guess I booked it a week ago and sort of didn't want to do it, but I went down there, said what we're going to do. And I was third on the list. Mm-hmm. And the MC's up there being funny. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, I wonder what I'll do thinking about my set. And then he just says my name. He totally fucked up the order. I ran up there and let me tell you, I ate a thousand dicks. It was. Uh, was it just because of the order that you ate a thousand dicks? I just, I wasn't prepared to go up. Like I got laughs, but I was so discombobulated. And um, yeah, so that was a ego crushing seven minutes. And now I'm here, so things are good again. Oh, sorry to hear that, buddy. It happens. Simon, how was your week? Uh, my week was oh, whoa. Hello, my week was okay. I don't know something weird happened with the mic. Happened okay. Again. Um, but today, today I saw something really funny. Um, I was driving down the street, and there was a super tall. Okay, first I'll preface this by saying, you know me, I'm five eleven, perfectly average height. So I'm not a height elitist in any way. Okay. Um, I saw this super tall couple and probably like the girl looked like she was six feet. So the guy was substantially taller and they were with a very short couple. And I'm talking like the guy must've been 
I don't know, maybe five, three. And his girl was substantially shorter than him. And okay. It, and it just made me laugh. And it reminded me of these kids in high school. I don't know if you remember them. It was this super, super tall guy. They were two nerds. They were like from the AV class and the girl was super short and we'd call them Biggie Smalls. No? No, I think I got expelled anyway. by then. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, made me laugh. Good laugh. Oh, and then I went to McDonald's on the way over here and the guy, I gave him 20 on a $15 charge mm-hmm. and he passes me or he goes to pass me back uh, $15. Sweet. And I grab the five and he looks at me and I look at him and he looks at me and I look at him and he looks at his cash and he looks back at me and it takes him like a minute to figure it out, you know? But he thought you were giving a huge tip. What? No. I thought his initial reaction was you're giving him a really nice tip. He's like, are you sure you're giving me this? No, he, he works at McDonald's. I'm no, sure he, he was, was trying to give me back $15. Too much money. Oh, I see what you're saying. I was giving him a tip. No, yes. I, I, I see. Oh, maybe that's what he did think. Anyways, either way, good deed for Simon. Very good deed. I wish you'd taken a picture of that couple. You would never do that in a million years. I would have had to stop my car, pull over, and take a picture. Yeah, that's what we expected. That's how it happens. I don't think I could have done that. That's what we had. I had I seen them when I was walking, I could have possibly. But I don't think you're the type of person that does that. Actually, I'm not. But because with cell phones nowadays, you can just pretend like you're doing just about anything. It's much easier to sneak pictures of people. Hopefully, next time. That seems like it needs the visual than just your description. I had a. You can take my word for it. I believe you. I was walking down the street Canada. I had my camera, my good camera, like in my hands and on. And this guy's walking towards us. And I knew I was like, I should get a photo of this guy. And as he gets closer, he's got like a bloodied up face, clearly so high on something. Canada, baby. And his shirt reads like, I'm a sex machine or like world's hottest dad or something. That was it. World's hottest dad. But he, and I was like, fuck, how do I not get a photo of this guy? Missed, missed a million world's dollar photo hottest there. dad. That's a weird shirt. Um, Every time I wake up really early in the morning, mm-hmm. uh, between like four, three and five, let's mm-hmm, say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when I go outside, it's still dark mm-hmm. and the stars are still out. And I am convinced that that's going to be the time where I see a UFO because it just Because you've convinced yourself of that. Well, it seems like the, it's like the witching hour, you know, it seems like a good time to. Do you think they feel that way? Uh I mean, I do believe that like the witching hour is a real thing. Like more weird stuff happens at like three o'clock in the morning. Cool. Anyways. um, But what I do now is I go to the bathroom. I start the video recorder and Mm -hmm. then I walk outside. And then I just, whatever I stop, I stare at the stars for a couple of seconds, you know, keep your eyes open. And then I just walk into the studio but if I do see something, all I'm going to have to do is reach into my pocket, period. There's going to be no fumbling around looking for start and you won't stop do it. buttons. You won't do it. What do you mean? I mean, if you saw a UFO, you w- I, I'm tr- I truly believe you wouldn't, you'd be so awestruck that I don't think you'd have the time or presence of mind to pull out your phone and record it. Think about what I'm saying to you. I'm like aware of this. I'm doing this before I go out. I'm ready for it, Matt. For your sake, I, am definitely I hope you getting do. It. Definitely getting it. I don't know. It'll be shaky, I'm sure, because you'll be excited. <laughs> no, blurry, I, like I, a Bigfoot video. And again, probably blurry because it takes time to focus out. And I don't even know, like, what happens when you try and film? 
the stars with your... Well, first of all, with your iPhone, you're not getting shit at night. Unless it's a very bright UFO. You need so that light good luck with that. Like your lens. How's your week, Matt? If it's close. That's Kamar telling you he's done with your... Yeah, well, I don't care what <laughs> Kamar says. He's not the boss of this show. My bad. Uh, my week was fine. Nothing nothing, nothing new to report here. Um, we should probably kick that field goal this week, seeing as the NFL season starts and uh, summer is pretty much over. Did you see who the Lions are citing? Who? Adrian Peterson. Wow, what a kick. Too little, it's, it's too little too late. Like, I mean, he'll get us a couple runs, but... They said next week fall is coming in full tilt. Great, just in time for the cottage trip. Yeah, it'll be fun. I yep. just saw some leaves changing color. <laughs> All right, well, let's get let's get into this. We've wasted enough of these good people's time. Um, three episodes this week, none of them in uh, Tejas. They were all in L.A. I don't know how I feel about this at all. I don't know why that's bugging you so much. But let's just okay. Well, let's run through the episodes and then we'll we'll run this through week our thoughts. Kicked off the new. The Spotify Next era. Generation of Spotify. This was the spot. This is the beginning of the Spotify era this week. Yes. And the which began with Duncan first episode Trussell. was 1530, the cult master, Duncan Trussell, followed by pop star 1531, Miley Cyrus, and finished off with the beast 1532, Mike Tyson. Yeah. What a weird fucking week. All filmed weeks ago. What? Really? Well, I, I, no. I, I know the, the, the Miley Cyrus did not come out. It was filmed pre-taped. And I thought Spotify was going to set up in the new studio, and that I'm just disappointed. Pre-tape by like a couple of days, though, not three by, or four days, not yeah. by like weeks. No, probably not weeks. Who who knows though? I don't think. Well, we knew they're not live anymore, but it's just. Well, Joe's done that before, though, where we've been like, "Hey, where's Joey Diaz?" And it's an episode they recorded, and then he just released after for whatever reason, or I maybe think, not Joey Diaz, but it was somebody. Well, when people say, "Do you think there'll be changes from Spotify?" These are sort of the subtle things that really don't matter, but. This is the me. thing, though. Like, everything I heard this week was Joe saying it was all him. It sounds like Spotify has no control. Like, he's still steering the ship. So, I don't know. I didn't get... I'm not there yet. Well, let's give it a week Oh, or two. no, no. I don't want to get those conspiracy theories. I just wanted to say I thought that Spotify would kick off in the brand new studio that we've seen. And yeah, who, who knows? And it's another week ABC. ABC. After Brian Callen. No mention of him again. Again. I will say this. Um, you know, we kind of asked for some closure and we got it. Like the Duncan episode was truly like a it Had felt like done. felt like a farewell to the LA studio to LA. So yeah, I, that would have been the last episode before the Spotify switchover, I think. Would have been a would have been a more appropriate book. That it should it have been the LA finale. Not Whitney Cummings and any Letterman. It should have been that one. Should five have been Duncan, hours. And then now you're saying there should have been Miley Cyrus as the first episode on Spotify. Well, that's a blockbuster get. I mean, it pissed off a lot of people, but you're going to bring a lot of people over, and that's what they're trying to do with this whole thing, right? I mean, okay. Well, I, uh, we'll we'll get there. I don't think I have a right to be upset. This is not what I envisioned the Spotify. Well, Take I mean, listen, I, I was complaining about no closure with Annie Letterman and um, Whitney Cummings, and we got some closure this week, so I, I can't be that angry. Um, it is what it is. Let's Five rate... hours of closure. Well, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, let's start by rating the week. Simon, we'll begin with you. Three episodes. I give the week a three. Okay, Kamar. This guy's stealing my lines. I also give the week a three. Three Jamie Vernons. Um, I'll give the week a Oh, fuck. I, I guess we're in agreement. I'll give it a three as well. I was going to go a bit lower, Hit but it seems button, like a dick Maddie. move. Um, 
you are the problem. Oh, wrong one. <laughs> it's a drop nonetheless. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, now that we've rated it, let's uh, get into it. Duncan Trussell, number right. 15. If I may. Uh, sure. It's your show, too. No podcast needs to be five hours. I don't care what it is. Like, e- even Alex Jones probably doesn't need to be five hours. Well, how about this? You were asking me last week to listen to an eight-hour podcast. So we can say this. A podcast can be eight hours if it's broken up into pieces. And if it's on, like, something very interesting that needs eight hours of your time. What eight-hour podcast did I ask? Winds of change, dude. What are we doing here? That's a serial podcast. What did I just say? Yeah. What did I just say? It's broken up. I just said it's broken up. So I'm fine with eight hours of content broken up into palatable chunks. This, um... This was, oh. I sort of agree with you guys, but this one podcast, if it was the, like I said, the last tying up that era of Rogan before Spotify can be this five-hour podcast. It should never be done again, but this one time. Sorry, but here's 1530 Duncan Trussell. Thank you, 1530 <laughs> Duncan Trussell. I will say this, Kamar. I, this would have gotten a five for me had it been three hours two and a half hours uh, i would have been much closer to five i agree matt the problem was one whole hour of this podcast and i don't think i'm exaggerating here was drunkenly telling each other the same thing and forgetting they had said it D- duncan j- probably mentioned that he was like they didn't even mention me as the last guest in the la studio and joe being like it had to be you man i told them it had to be you i know what i'm doing it had to be you I also have a personal thing where I can't really stand being around drunk people. So once they got... Oh, they were wasted. Once they got wasted, I was like, this is my nightmare. But it's like, one of the things I did like about it, Duncan Trussell's grown from the guy he was when he was living in Joe's basement and just talking crazy theories to now he's a dad and a little more responsible. That's why I said this would have been a five had it just been a tidy three hours. That's fair. Uh, I'm even willing to give you 340. You want 340? Take it, you know? Fine. Listen, I'll give you that too. If you want 40 minutes of gushing at the end to say your goodbyes and really, you know, whatever, and cry about Mitzi and this and that. This is what I mean. I'm fine with all that. Like, I'm even fine with the crying about Mitzi, whatever. Get, you know, I mean, this is why alcohol should probably be left off the table because we don't need so much of that. But that being said, he opened up. It's great. We understand. Yeah, like I said, I just it's too 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 much. Does too it long. feel just too self-indulgent though? Is that the problem? Like and listen, I'm not saying Joe is afforded that as far as I'm concerned. He can do what he wants. But you know, you kind of got a responsibility to all the ears out there and like the same way, you know, there are some days I might want to fucking talk for 5 hours too, but we just don't, you know what I mean? Because you know, it would have been just not good radio or podcast or whatever. Five hours would have been okay had it been like a round table. Like the all-stars of Joe Rogan. Like okay. bring in yeah. Bill Burr, uh, Joey Diaz. Like have literally... Brian Callen. Yeah, have, uh, even have a rotate. Like do it like Crystal Opie and Anthony. Leo. They're all hanging out in the other room and keep coming in. Yeah, do it out. like Opie and Anthony used to do. That would you just have them. That'd be super see, cool. That would have been a really good... They could have done the end of the world podcast in the studio and just cycled people through without having so many guys on the stage. And I mean, again, it's not like he doesn't have a guy there COVID testing for 200 bucks a pop who would be yeah, happy to... You know does, what I mean? Exactly. I think they're more than drunk too. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, they were Anyways. fucking... They were fucked up. That's all the bad things I'll say about this episode. Um, I, I want to ask you guys before we get into it. Yep. How you listen to it on a 
faster speed? On a um, one a, and a half or something? track? Is that what you're asking? No, I listened to it normal speed, but it took me three days. No, I listened at one and a half. Sorry, I listened to the first part normal, like the first hour. And then I was like, this is insane. I'm never... The ramblings of a madman. And remember, I was um, pressed for time too, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for a second there, because I thought we were recording early. So I kicked it into overdrive. I... Uh I also did what Kamar did, like three separate sittings, but on normal speed. I actually watched this one like on my phone just to test the Spotify video. There's some issues with it. It's not flawless. Well, I'm just, if, if you put it on anything other than one time speed, it will occasionally unsync itself, audio and video. The, yeah, okay. yeah. So you'll have to pause it and then restart it. I mean, that's something that I'm sure they'll work out. It's just some scrubbing issues, but I, th- I thought it, it's really good how. Like if you're watching the video on your phone and then you're like, ah, I'm going to fuck off and you hit lock. It's like, there's only like a small second of like, oh, whoop. Now you're just on the audio. Like, it's not like you have to do anything. It just goes from video to oh, audio. Oh, that's cool. Which is pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I bet they were like five hours, Joe. Like we started <laughs> this new fucking video platform. Like give us a two hour file or whatever it is. Well, Jamie mentioned that. Jamie said that a bunch at the end. They're gonna love this file when we send it to them. Yeah, well, Jamie was like, "Joe, I don't, you know, what? Like, this is a this is a monster hundred gigabyte fucking video yeah, and file." Then that's where Joe said, "Spotify, I know what I'm doing." Yeah, yeah. Well, so there well, they're over there that's in Sweden, the, like, yes, but you don't understand the logistics of a five hour video on this platform. The papers have been signed. Oh yeah, he's fine. They're fine. Everything's fine. It made it up. Uh, that being said, I. Uh, I thought the Spotify move itself seemed, first of all, they were up a day early. And other than the ones missing, which I don't think is a controversy yet, I thought it was, uh, I don't know. Well, we talked about that on the Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Who was that? Who was who? Rupert Sheldrake? No. No, no. Who do we do after that? Is that Rupert Sheldrake? No, we did Kamar's comedian friend from Vancouver. Pete Johansson. Pete Johansson, Johansson, yes. Which ended up being not such a terrible episode. Uh, You'll have to join the Patreon to find out. Well. Again, looking for controversy where there was none. Oh, well, anyways. Anyway, get to your notes here. Let's, uh... um, how the fuck does a pickpocket get your watch off? I'm dying to know this. I want it done to me. Distraction. Because I cannot imagine somebody being able to take a watch off my wrist without me knowing. They're like grabbing your collar so you're feeling up here and then they're at the same time fiddling with your wrist. It's all misdirection. That's something I'd very much in my life like to do. I love how Simon's openly on this platform being like, someone please steal my watch or pickpocket me. I would like somebody who's you a professional it. pickpocket to like teach me the tricks of the trade. Show me how he's doing it. I'd like to see the whole thing. Without you detecting it. Well, the first time maybe I wouldn't detect it. I don't know. But if they did it, and you're like, I felt you get out of here, you imposter. Meanwhile, the guy's looking at you. He's actually like, he's like, I've got my finger he's in your anus right your, now. He's yeah, taking he has, your wallet. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think that would be cool. And then just, yeah, while we're on that, you know, Blaine made it. Well, we're going to hit that in the post. Oh. But yeah. Well, no, we'll hit that in the post, Joe. Whatever. Okay. Well, don't be angry about it. We're, we're here. We're going to hit well, the post, Joe. If it's in my notes, yeah, then they he barely shouldn't s- be able to put it into the post, Joe. No, but they barely spoke about it in this episode. We'll, we'll give him his dues. All right. All right. Fine. Moving on. Um, my apologies. Sorry. They were talking about Moloch. Yep. Okay. 
The owl. The owl god, which yeah. they couldn't figure out for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, totally tied into human sacrifices. That's what Moloch is. It is a god that demanded <laughs> human sacrifices. I, I'm just putting that out there. Like You were pulling your hair out when they were talking about it. Well, I, I was just... <sighs> Uh, I don't know, man. That's what I was referencing when I said, I think you're going to be bothered mm-hmm. or, or feel a way about while they're talking. I, I don't know, man. I just... Um, Joe gets caught up on the... Uh, what's it called there? Grove. Bohemian Grove. Bohemian Grove, which, <clears throat> agreed, we all agree exists. Alex Jones had footage of it. They were They do some wonky shit there. But that's like a public one. You know what I mean? Like, I just think that there's a lot. Moloch shows up in a lot of places. It was, I'm pretty sure it was all over Epstein's Island. He had a big uh, owl god statue. You can double check me on that. (laughs) Anyways, I'm just saying. What I heard in uh, Duncan justifying them, uh, the Bohemian Grom stuff, is he doesn't want anyone to fuck with his Burning Man ceremonies. And yes. I, yeah. He's like, burning effigies, burn effigies. It's all right. Yeah. No matter if they're getting together to fuck the planet out of natural resources or they're doing ecstasy and having anal sex. And I think maybe that's the only problem I have with Duncan is that he's a super like spiritual guy, obviously means no ill intent to anyone, but is willing to turn the eye because he loves Burning Man, even though it's clearly a I, I thought it was an issue. Yeah, it seemed odd. It seemed uh, compromised. It seemed not, well, not not maybe purposely compromi- compromised, but like just, I like going there so much that I'm willing to like, I don't care what they're doing in those tents because here everybody's love and peace, you know? But I think prior, Joe would say, it's probably fucked up what they're doing now. And I was like, yeah, let them go. I'd go there, hang out. It just, it seemed unnatural or compromised. Mm-hmm. So Ugh, you guys are fucked. Just, <laughs> just speaking of Epstein for a second. Um, Yes. So what's her name? Uh, Ghislaine. Mm-hmm. So Ghislaine's sisters, uh, twin sisters, own like some, them and their husbands own some <clears throat> company that was like, um, they were dealing in some sort of securities. Anyways, it was funded by Gates. So there is a tie-in with Gates and Ghislaine Maxwell on a business level which I thought was interesting. And apparently her sisters, anyways, do you, okay, doesn't matter. Um, what's, what's going on over there? Are you having a oh, fucking mental you, breakdown? You know what it was? Sorry, the company they're involved in is a algorithm, it's a, a machine to help with voting. A voting machine? Okay. That came out weird. Um, which is weird because Bill Gates is like, so we know there's going to be a problem with the voting in this election. And he's funding a company that happens to be through the Maxwells, who happens to be dealing with the possibility of them needing help with voting machines. Like, it's weird. He's got his finger right on the pulse of everything, you know? I think all billionaires have their fingers on the pulse of everything. You just think he's in so, got so many lines in the water that you're bound to hook a bunch of fish. When you have billions, 
The guy was the richest man on earth for like a, a whole decade. Okay, you know what? You also ran like a but and I'm not but just hold on him. too. Hold on, keep in mind too. It's not like he was just rich from the stock market. He was rich from like making computers accessible to everyone. So go ahead, Simon. No, no, please finish. Well, no, that's it. You're obviously champing at the bit to jump in. So thank you, champing. Yeah, yeah look I at love me go. When well you said, learn, Maddie. Um, no, I, I look. You guys may be right. You may be right. Well, right about what? About Bill Gates being a good guy. I no, I didn't. I'm not defending him. I'm just saying all these connections could be nefarious or, well, I'm not so even much saying he's a good guy. I'm just saying maybe he's not a nefarious guy. <laughs> right. Like and, maybe he's just average Joe happens and, to be right. And I'm not maybeing you here, okay, Matt? That's not sure. what I'm doing. Okay. But maybe. No, what I'm saying is maybe you are right. That, like a real maybe, that's mm -hmm. totally possible. Mm hmm. We're just going to have to wait and see on this one because I don't think he is. But you believe it, but you believe that there's a cabal of people controlling all this shit anyway. So if Bill Gates really is, we'll never find out. Right. Them. That's what we've decided. So, to but that's what them. I'm saying is if he really is bad, then them will never let us find out. Unless somehow um, Maxwell has to spill the beans. Uh, no, no, that's the only way we find out. We've said this from the start. C-3PO, she's our yeah, only hope. Anyways, let's move on. It's not a, it's a, I was going to talk about the frogs because they talked about the frogs, but we talked about it off air. So um, <laughs> we'll leave it. David out. Blaine and his frogs? No, Alex Jones and his frogs. Okay. Because yes. they were talking about Alex Jones. Um, and then I rewatched the documentary room to whatever the stanley kubrick mm -hmm. shining documentary yeah because we rewatched i rewatched the shining because mm -hmm. you did all of kubrick's works no that was the first one i did but then that made me want to watch this documentary again because i remembered it's just it's literally full of like they give like 10 different <coughs> theories of what they think one of them is the moon landing but they have a bunch one of them is like uh it's all about the Holocaust. One of them is, uh, it's all about like the native, um, native, uh, American Canadian genocide. Excuse me. Um, have you, either of you seen that? No, I have not. I just forget conspiracy. What a, it is a really good documentary. I think you'll really like it. Where did you find it? What platform? It is on, I think I might've had to buy it. For three ninety nine on Google Play. Did you go to the Kubrick exhibit and at the Toronto International no, Film Festival by any not. chance? Uh, you missed that. When was that? Uh, when I lived there, so I guess four years ago, five years ago. When I was in New York once, I went and saw a whole thing on Tim Burton at uh, the MoMA. Yep, which was incredible. It was like this interactive. You you weren't there at that. No, you were supposed to come with us to New York on that trip. Actually, he could have seen that exhibit. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Fucking raised eyebrows over there. Anywho, um, and then they were talking about Jekyll Island. The the madhouse one. Yeah. Um, and I listened to this whole document. This is crazy, Matt, because you and I were just talking about vaccines the other day. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And how, how you won't take it. 
how you're now an anti-vaxxer. Not that I'm an anti-vaxxer, but now that I, I think I said to you, I'm so happy that my ch children aren't of age where I actually have to make this decision anymore. I mean, you do now with COVID coming up, but you don't listen. If you're a, a new father, yes, every time you still have to deal with vaccines, they still vaccinate you for measles, mumps, rebellia, rebellious, rebel, whatever the. When fuck was it. the last time you got a vaccine? It doesn't matter, but if you're a new parent, you have to get your kids vaccinated. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm so glad I'm not a new parent right now. Back when I had my kid, I didn't. The back when I had Shep vaccinated, I didn't even think about it. It I wasn't. It wasn't even a, a second thought for me. It was vaccinate, go, do, of course, you know. So if you would, but let me, I just want to get this straight. I would still do it. I think. Yeah. Well, having had two kids that were vaccinated, technically. You and knowing that they turned out fine, you would have to vaccinate your new child, wouldn't you? I okay. Again, I'm not saying I wouldn't. Yeah. I'm just saying that before. Yeah. However many years how old is my son? Sixteen years ago. But that's what I'm asking you: is what has changed? What has changed in my thought process? What has changed in anything? What has changed? Back then, I trusted the government. Uh, 100%. It never crossed my mind to think that for one second that they were doing something not, like something, okay, can I get to my story now? Don't get stuck on this part. So I, I was just, synchronicity, I'm listening to this documentary and there, it's all about um, the polio vaccines and how back in the day when they were getting the vaccine ready for the polio, for the polio vaccine ready, I'm sorry, I'm having a really hard time talking today. I might be having a stroke or something. Um, I hope not. They were getting, they were getting, um, they had to do the research on monkeys, okay? They were growing the virus on the kidneys of rhesus monkeys. That's what they have to do. They have to grow the virus so they can then put the virus into you in a tiny, small dose. We all understand how this works. 100%. Right? Okay. So they're doing this. They take the monkey kidney virus. You've explained this. Come on. What's going on here? And they give it out to millions of kids. Millions of kids. Because that's who's getting the vaccine. Then they find out that the rhesus monkey is carrying a different virus whatever it's a some sort of cancerous thing and that's gotten into the vaccine so they've given out millions of vaccines with a in theory a weaponized cancer to their own people by accident children by accident they have to keep this quiet obviously okay this is what they said in the documentary that they discovered this or like uh we can't tell everyone about this yeah, they're telling the story. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, that they said they have to keep this quiet. Anyways, um, so this whole thing was just all about how, obviously, they made a huge mistake. And tissue, all sorts of tissue cancers right now can be traced back, some of them, obviously, to this mistake because it's children out in the populace. Anyways, but it's more than that. This all links back to Lee Harvey Oswald. No, this is crazy. Remember the thing that we just heard on Joe's, um, the Manson? Yes. The, C the CIA Manson ordeal and how it all looped all the way back, you know, and it like incumbent. This story is the same way. This loops into JFK? It loops in 
to Lee Harvey Oswald. And the CIA? And the CIA. Oh, well, of course. It, dude, I'm telling you, this is crazy. Like, it's crazy. So I'm trying to fact check it to see, like. Oh, you, you brought it to us without fact checking? Well, I've I'm done, just kidding. I'm I've just done kidding. as best. He's like, I listened to the one hour podcast. What more do you want me to do, Kamar? I've done, I <laughs> did more? the best fact checking I could. I'm a simple, simple man. Usually what I do is. Now I, I picture you in that corn cob pipe. I look and I see who is writing the article. And if they have a conspiracy slant, we'll disregard them right away. And if they're a mainstream news, we'll disregard them right away. That seems fair. You know what I That's mean? That's weird though. You're conspiracy minded. So you disregard any conspiracy minded slant to an article. Not any. I'm saying, I think there are always people out there who are just going to take it to the farthest extreme, no matter what. And I hope to try and weed those people out. The only thing I got about what you just said is that possibly because of what happened with the polio, they now know they have to do a secondary test to see that nothing else comes of the vaccine. So it, that mishap has made the process of creating vaccines better. Yeah, so, except that they... Oh, wait, I haven't got to the best part yet, okay? Oh, but, <laughs> wait, but wait, there's more. But wait, Kamar, the first part <clears throat> is they gave out multiple millions of uh, vaccines that contain cancer in them to their own children. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest mistake of all time in the United States that yeah. you've never heard about. No, but, but, well, but, you heard, but you've heard of it and other well, people have. I've just heard about it anyways. But there's a million things in the States that you haven't heard of yeah. that are massacres or, you know, genocides yeah. or I'm just saying. But probably not like a mistake like that. This but again, is probably you, a big but deal. You keep, but you keep saying the biggest and most important word is mistake again they gave it to their own kids they thought what they were doing it wasn't some nefarious like what you're talking about is totally different you're talking about bill gates actively like oh yeah now i'm just <clears throat> telling you a whole different story okay but i'm just saying but you're doing it in the guise of like you can't trust the government to give out vaccines i'm just saying it's a slightly dangerous skew that was a mistake okay and they possibly have learned from this mistake well that's kind of where i'm with with kamar that they, they from that have said well i think we need better screening and we need to test on different monkeys <laughs> well, and rats. They did learn that. Yeah. Can I tell you, though, what they did learn from this? They learned that cancer can be weaponized through a vaccine. And then they used that to try and kill... Fidel Castro. Correct. Bing, bing, bing. Which is a story we've all heard before. And just said, that's stupid and stupid. They're not doing that. But you know they what? were doing that. They are, man. The CIA has weaponized McDonald's to give me cancer. The long con is fucking on. Now, what do I have to hide? I have the secret. What is it, Simon? It's like that Mel Gibson movie where I have it in my bag, but I don't know what it is. What is the secret I know, Simon? It's a Big Mac. I know the fucking recipe. What do you have there, Kamar? Uh, I want to say right off the bat, they were talking about how everyone's leaving L.A. And Joe's like, Christina Pazinski is L.A. is L.A. And she's from Windsor. Yeah. So they were just so messed up. Um, maybe not with the right facts I think maybe something. they meant that she had been there maybe the longest. But Joe's been there since the 90s. Possibly. I thought it was really strange um, when... Um, Duncan Trussell was comparing Jeffrey Dahmer to uh, George Washington and saying, he like, don't we think Jeffrey Dahmer is really, really bad? And that George Washington was from a different time and probably was 
just what it was. I just wouldn't be comparing George Washington to Jeffrey Dahmer. That seemed like a leap. It seemed like a massive leap. And well, yeah, but his point was like this guy. Yeah, you can. I mean, listen, I get what you're saying. It was a different time. They did things differently back then. But like, it's pretty gruesome knowing that all the teeth in someone's head were from slaves. Yeah, it's bought, super gross. bought from slaves though. At least he paid for them. Maybe okay, we know how things work back then, though. Like to say bought is. They own the slaves. They're not buying shit from the slaves. Anything that was in the slave's possession but belonged to the slave owner. Like, I mean, even then, it's a back then. Imagine I put a gun to your fucking head, and I'm like, fucking 10 cents for all your fucking teeth. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a weird... It, it's, I get what you're saying. He's not Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer had heads in his fucking yeah, freezer. It, it, I understand it was just, what it was you're just saying. just a weird comparison. Obviously, he's high as a kite, but it was just like I, I, I pushed back there in my head, yelling at the machine or whatever. But you know how I looked at it. I think what he was saying was that, in general, there was a lot more Jeffrey Dahmer's back then. Some of them ran the country. I mean, he he brought oh, up one hundred percent Columbus. Blah, 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 blah. His whole point was, I mean, the whole crux of that was that the country was built on human trafficking. That was his main point there. I just the, the Jeffrey Dahmer was just a weird reach. So Duncan says George Washington is a sex trafficker. Mm-hmm. Joe has Jamie look up one article. He pulls up an article that said, yeah, he's a sex trafficker. And they're just like, yeah, that's it. Sex trafficker. Research done. I mean, obviously he's so high and inebriated. But, um, but you what know it, he wasn't a good guy, right? We know this, right? Jo- George, George Washington? Washington? Yeah. I, I, sure. He's a bad guy. Okay. But it made me think about our Rupert Sheldrake podcast that we did on the Patreon, where he was talking about the Democrats were the slave owners. Yeah, Republic. but that's because they switched. Well, it just how it just it just food for thought. Like things change; it's a different time. I just I, I wasn't saying that I'm not defending George Washington or defending slavery. I just the I thought it was a stretch comparing Jeffrey Dahmer to George Washington and saying George Jeffrey Dahmer was better. <laughs> Pardon me. Um, they I, were on one. I don't want to talk about Bigfoot. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. For real, I don't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I do want to say this. Um, Joe and Duncan both take this stance like, we did this show, Joe Rogan Questions Everything, where we went out in the field and we talked to the people and we found out it was bullshit. On Bigfoot, on aliens, on this, on that, whatever they did. And that's what Joe says. He's like, I went out there and I talked to these lo- their loons. Like, first of all. Here we go. Buckle up. It was a production company who put this thing together. They were choosing the people that Joe interviewed. I don't think Joe was choosing the people that Joe interviewed. So I just, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah, he was he was an employee just being no, produced. I, I just, yeah. It wasn't, I, his, I it think, wasn't his show calling the shots. Well, I, maybe it was. I don't think it was. In the fact that they shot it, they edited it the way they wanted to make it look. But when he was talking about it, did it make you think twice if you're ever around Joe where you throw your cigarette butt? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Definitely not in the forest. Because that was his huge point of contention. Eh? Yeah. He threw a cigarette butt forest, I was done with him. Yeah. Like. He, then I couldn't believe that he <laughs> saw Bigfoot. There's no way. Yeah. So, yeah. I, hope I mean, I kind of understood where he was at. It's kind of like, if you really believe this, this like majestic, potentially alien creatures out here, would you really just be tossing your cigarette butts on the... Like, then I imagined Bigfoot smoking little jailhouse smokes. I picture a young, around. a juvenile Bigfoot grabbing the dart off the ground, like a, a lit dart. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking great. Burnt, singed, furry fingers. Yeah. 
So let's talk about Bigfoot. No, I, I, you know what I will talk about though? And it sounds like you actually are giving this episode like a, a potentially like a one. It sounds like you actually didn't like or agree with anything that was said. I don't think I liked this episode very much. No. Okay. Yeah. It was just all over the place, eh? Don't, it, don't. it wasn't. I think they got so drunk that they were. Oh, listen, the I last half is just, almost unlistenable. I, I felt it was preachy. I felt it was. Did you feel like you were going to pull your hair out at any point? I got angry a bunch of times. This is my man. prediction. Okay, I yeah. got angry a bunch of times. That makes me feel good that I, I really didn't. It's I'm, funny. I'm, I'm, uh, so funny. Like, sorry, you know you what? Go that. You know what really? You, you know what might be the thing that bothers me the most about Joe? Go on. And I don't want this to be a bitch thing. After this, I'm going to stop, and you guys can just talk good about Joe. Okay. Um, I'm the one that shits on Joe. It's when I know that's what I'm saying. I don't usually shit on Joe, but I feel like I'm shitting on Joe a lot. When he talks about the Bluff Creek, um, uh oh, uh oh, footage. And he is just like categorically that is fake. That's a man in a monkey suit. I've watched that video a lot. I've watched multiple documentaries where they break down that video like super scientifically where they talk about the quality of the film, like everything about it. I've listened to a documentary about it that was almost 12 hours just talking about this one video, okay? And remember last, Kamara and I were actually just talking about it, about um, the, you know, like the crop circles. They said it was the two guys. They proved that they made a couple of them and all of a sudden the whole thing is just people doing it. That, that's how that happens, you know? It was the same with this guy, um, Patters, Patterson. Um he, because he was a Bigfoot, like he wanted to make a Bigfoot movie. <clears throat> so, and maybe he has a shady past. It's kind of like Lazar and the pimp, right? It, you know, it discredits him a little bit. It's all, so that's what they did to this guy. But I'm telling you, man, if we sat down and watched this footage and you listen to like people who know something about something talk about it, I don't think you would walk out of there saying, because I know you think it's fake, Matt. I, I think it would change your mind. It's not to say it's fake. I think it's a misunderstanding. I don't think there's a nine-foot ape running around the well, Pacific what Northwest. what do you think the misunderstanding is? You, you must think it's a guy in a suit. Otherwise, the misunderstanding is what? Well, again, I think it could be a bear. I think it's people in the woods like... Well, hold on. That's definitely not a bear. Okay, well, how about this, Simon? First of all, you've never... There's never been any definitive footage, in my opinion. Any. Zero. Well, the Patterson footage is the definitive footage. That's the only one that you can go to, period. Yeah, so there we go. One piece of, one and it's piece. not great footage. Well, they've managed to like, um, it was done on like some really good film because these guys were going out there specifically to film things. They had a really good camera. It was this Kodak specific film role, whatever. Well, don't get angry. Matt. I'm not angry. They're able, Dude, they're how am able I angry? to like, I don't know how they do it, but they're able to refine the film. When you watch this, you can see it. It's like you can watch the fucking ripples of the muscle in this thing move. You can't make costumes like that. But could man. you not CGI back in this, that? Not in 1960, whatever. But now you could, could you add to that doctorate? Like you're saying they're refining it, but maybe they're... Mm -hmm. Just just for argument's sake. I mean, maybe. Yeah, I guess. I guess you could. I guess you could. So, we need more footage. Anyways. I'm just saying. There's. Whatever. Anyways, they, they dismissed 
Dr. Meldrum there. He's mm-hmm. uh, out of all the Bigfoot people out there. This guy is like a legitimate scientist. Um, he's a, a monkey guy, you know, uh, whatever you call those guys. Oh, you had it. Monkey guy. Who's just decided that he thinks that it's possible that there's a Bigfoot and he wants to prove it scientifically. So then to hear Joe like just so callously badmouth this guy, because what did he say? He said he'd give his right finger or something or his baby toe to find Bigfoot. Joe would. No, Dr. Meldrum. But I think I think Joe was in that thing and has just become exhausted by the charlatans and the misleading stuff along the way. It, to defend him to you being um, upset with his dismissive. Here's the problem Simon has. The problem Simon has is that Joe is now completely, like Joe, at least with aliens, Joe's mind is open and Joe's like, Joe is no longer even like, if someone could present me with Bigfoot footage, I'd be there. Joe's just done with it. Yeah, he's closed his mind to it, and I don't appreciate it. That's exactly right, Matt. That's exactly right. He has closed his mind to something, and I say don't close your mind to anything, because one day, fuck, like What about Nazism? Okay, to to the mysteries of the world. Okay. um, Because... You know, we may find out one day that Bigfoot is an alien or something, you know? And like I said, they're using some sort of cloaking thing. And then Joe's going to be like, well, shit, fucking shit, you know? Probably shouldn't have gone so hard in the paint on these Bigfoot guys. Just don't go hard in the paint on anyone. You don't need to, you know? Well, but again, I mean, there is some, like... Did you watch Raised by Wolves? I did. What an amazing show, eh? Very interesting, that's it's for sure. It's a crazy story, dude. A crazy story. Yeah, I know. I watched it. When do we get to talk about... Um, In the post-show, man. Chill the fuck out. Do you not know how our show works? What do you else do you have, Kamara, there? Guys we fucked? Uh, it was funny that they mentioned Joe's like, the guys we fucked, they're the future, and give him a shout out, and they're now on Luminary that has 80,000 subscribers. Wow. So, I mean, they got their bag, but just in all this stuff going on, the Joe Button and all these platforms like it's it feels like it's a really exciting unsure time what the best model is whether it's advertising whether it's being with a a network or whatever like mm-hmm. it's if you asked me a year ago i would say this is how things are oh i know we we talked about it a year ago but it's 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 just constantly evolving and no one really knows like joe is probably the gold standard i remember a year ago you were like we're not taking ad money we're going to hold out for like Mars bar or something <laughs> or, or the Patreon and they're still coming. <clears throat> um, the funniest part though is when um, uh, Joe's like, yeah, nobody wants to be president. <laughs> I swear Duncan honestly was like, I would love to be president. <laughs> it wasn't a fucked up thought. Well, it's because for Joe, it's actually a possibility. So he has to be like, no, that's something I definitely don't want to do. For Duncan, it's never a possibility. So like, just like you'd like to be president. I truly don't believe there's any shot Joe would ever be president. If Joe ran for president, yeah. he has just as much chances winning nope. as Donald Trump did. But no, don't you think disagree. Kanye West has more chance than Joe Rogan? I don't know. Like we see this platform as big, but there's people who are bigger. Well, that's yeah. what I'm. This is yeah. what. Yeah, that's you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. He's he's not. He doesn't hit that many. Whatever. Not yet. Let's see what happens. No, but that's my point. Is like we, you know, and listen to say he's the biggest podcast in the world. He is, and he just got paid huge for it. But we all know that, like, let's say, 
ears on his podcast, it's probably only 10 million, you know, subscribers, which again is huge. Like we're sitting here with fucking probably five people listening. So I'm not shitting on him. I'm just saying compared to like, you know, it was like Rob Lowe coming on and being like, I was on the 69th ranked television show and we had 19 million viewers. You know what I mean? Like there's just a certain. Yeah. But in five <clears throat> years, Joe may be big enough that he can run for maybe. President. Yeah, maybe we'll see. Or he's going to start. I like Miley Cyrus, whatever will get there, but he might piss people off. Like, I, I think that he's gotten to a critical mass that doesn't matter what he does. There's always going to be a million. So yeah, you're going to piss off. Check out, three, 33% of the people are going to be angry. 33% of the people are going to be happy. And so he just might maintain and not grow anymore. I, I don't know. That's why we're here. And that's what we're going to see. I like this theory about that. The planet is a spaceship. He's talking about that hurling through space, and he must have mentioned anal sex like twenty five times in this podcast. Who? Joe. Joe said he'd like to feel what it likes to have a dick inside him. Yeah, that was. And yeah. any man who doesn't want that yeah. is a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Quite an interesting stance. To Two take words have sure. never been said. Actually, Matt, I think that this episode might have rivaled, if not beat, Theo Vaughn. For gayness. For gayest episode. Yeah, but they did over the course of five hours. Theo Vaughn was very concentrated. Yes, it was. I think that's the difference. Yeah. But this one was, they were out of control, man. But he said he didn't want to have anal sex. He wanted to be a woman's body to feel her experience. Yeah. Which I've always said I'd like. Just to know both sides of the corner. Do you remember the movie Strange Days? Strange Days are these? No. Angela Bassett and uh, one of the... Maybe Rafe finds. Anyway, the idea. Yes, was, yes, 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 yes. The idea yes, of the yes. movie was that it was like a dystopian future where you could wear this thing on your head, kind of like Matrix style, where you could, you could like relive a memory. So if you were wearing this thing, it could record your memory perfectly, and then someone else could later strap in and feel that memory. So like the opening scene is this guy who's like robbing a bank or robbing someone, and it's like a POV shot of this guy like robbing the bank running away it's a long shot it's crazy crazy opening anyway there's a part in the movie where this guy is wearing the thing and he ties this girl up and puts the thing on her and then rapes her so she she's getting raped while feeling the sensation of him raping her like it's a fucked up scene and a weird is this a cronenberg movie Yes, what? I believe it is. A David Cronenberg really? movie. I feel like we well, should almost just feels like, do it for the movie. Like, have you ever seen Naked Lunch, the movie? Yeah, of course. David Cronenberg has a fuck crash. Because that's a Cronenberg movie, isn't it, Kamar? Naked Lunch? Yep. I think it's... No, it isn't. Just a That's second. a David Lynch movie. No. Sorry. Wait, I need to find out now. <laughs> well, why don't you pull out your phone and look? Well, he's looking. Oh, okay. Whoa. Strange Days was Catherine Bigelow. Who's Catherine Bigelow? What, the director, you mean? Catherine Bigelow did Hurt Locker. She okay. was married to uh, yeah, James yeah, Cameron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Zero Dark Thirty. But that idea of someone in a writer's room thinks, so we'll rape the chick, but then we'll make, like... Yeah, super it's weird. It's fucking twisted, yeah, eh? Yeah, super twist. But that was kind of where I was going at with the thought of Joe being like, I want to be in a woman's body to feel what it feels like to... You know what I mean? It's that I agree with that statement myself. So I was like, hey, yeah, I've, I've thought that myself, too. Just to just to know what we are all since um, feel or the sensations, you know what I mean? No, I have zero interest. Only because guys are fucking gross. Well, no, I hope the guy that fucked me would be gentle and make love to me, or whatever. But <laughs> no, it would have to be you fucking you, so it would be gross. 
I mean, if that's the case, it's never. I sort of got to think for myself. Most depressing moment for this podcast for me is when uh, Joe says that he'd been doing comedy for six years when he got passed. At the comedy store. Yeah, you have a problem with that. You all of a sudden have to hate Joe. No, I don't hate. I just That's amazing. I got passed at Absolute Comedy my six-year mark. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's just apples and fucking apple orchards. Cronenberg did do Naked Lunch. Because that is... Did he do Crash? That is the biggest part in his comedy life. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he nearly cried talking about it. I think he, he was cry. like in tears. Yeah, he, he was choked up. Are you talking about the crash where they fuck in the wheelchairs? Yes. As opposed to the crash with the drug dealing. And yes, yes. Not the Oscar crash winning movie crash. 1996. Yes, where yeah. they have sex every time they yeah. have a car accident. It's, it's got the dude with David Cronenberg. It's and got it has Robert California. In James it. Spader. Yeah. Yeah. You are correct. Sir. Yeah, where they keep fucking and crashing cars. And that's the movie five. game. No, we're not doing crash. <laughs> Fuck that. I have. A, I think you're going to hate um, my movie game, but it's not for a while. So Joe, ha- over the past couple of episodes, maybe. Wait, can I can I stop you? Because you have a note there, and I will forget this. I had to get this out of the way. Simon, what did you do? You think Joe is retiring the studio for good? No, definitely not. I think you totally misunderstood that. I just didn't. I don't, and I'll tell you why. It. If you think that that those two episodes were pre-recorded, then I'm 100% that that studio is retired. 100%. Well, they're not selling it and they're not renting it out. So How do you know he's not selling it? I think how it's do we know he's not renting for it? when he comes back to LA. How do we well, know how, he's not renting it? But how is he going back to LA? What do you mean? Well, you keep saying for when he goes back to well, LA. Cuz he's going to want to go to the comedy store. I just figured We don't know that though. I'm tell I I truly believe You think he's done done? I, I'm telling you, I think this LA studio is bought and sold. Done. Okay, maybe. Well, he could auction off a lot of stuff in there. No, I think he's bringing most of it with him. Well, no, because he brought all new gym stuff. He got it all new. Uh, Fair enough. Everything was done new We there. But don't again, have enough information. Why wouldn't he take all the studio equipment? They got all new studio shit. Everything's he's all, branded he's now also, with Joe Rogan He's on rich. It. Yeah. Like it's yeah, not yeah, us. It's true, but it's still. A we lot would of move money. our stuff for him. Yeah, but they, they we. You're have... forgetting though too. He can sell all that. All that is like. Yeah, he has. You true. know what I mean. Everything yeah. in that studio, you can sell and get your money back for. Also, it's probably antiquated slightly. So Tom, sorry, just while we're on this, Tom and, and Christine and we'll are going to too. My, yeah, my note. Who's all going? Well, right now it seems like Shab, that guy, um, Christina. So your mom's house is basically going. The question is this: Is Joe? What Did I want to know buy is, them all houses? I don't believe he so. begged by well, Duncan. No, house. because this was my note, and we might as well bring this into the conversation. Well, I think he bought two compounds over the past whatever. Mm-hmm. He has offered to buy everyone four a house. or five different people houses in order for them to just come to Texas. I want to be Joe's friend. Let's start there, but he's like he. There are people he's willing to pay for to. Be around him, obviously. See, I think we think about it differently. Like, I think we're looking at it like, oh my God, if I had to buy Simon a house right now, that's like, you know, 500 grand, 600 grand. If I have to buy Kamar a house right now, that's 600 grand. I think with Joe, like, he's probably bought a massive fucking chunk of land. He's built a street that has plots. And he's probably just like, guys, if you want to move in, I'll build you. It'll cost me 200 grand, but I'll build you a home. You think he's actually built that compound he was talking about, like the yep. comedian community? Yep. Oh my God! They talked about they've living talked on about a street. It. I'm fucking telling you, they've man. talked about it. Why wouldn't think about it? When they you, wouldn't tell people. Though. When because you get I your d- dream bag, when you get the dream bag that you never thought you'd get, 
Why not do everything that you talked about? Because this is what I think. Uh, no, I agree with that for sure. But Simon, I, I wouldn't be surprised if a month from now you saw Joe in one of those poses hunting Bigfoot, like with Bigfoot. <laughs> I think one of those things about these guys all living in LA mm -hmm. was that they did like they saw each other at the comedy store, but they didn't like they didn't. They weren't going to each other's houses all the time, like. But you don't know uh, that. We don't know. No, I, I'm pretty sure. I, I do not think though he'd advertise or they'd communicate if there was a bunch of them in a concentrated place. All we know is this: oh, if yeah, Tom's right. going, Bert's going. Oh, that's what I was. No, Bert. Sure. I don't think Bert's going. No, Bert can't go. He owns that house. And the girls his wife are in school. And the girls, yeah, I don't think he's going. He's more of a homebody. I don't know, man. Two bears, the whole... I don't know. Well, what I was trying to say is that so depressing to hear Joe got passed after only six years of comedy. I don't have to hate Joe. Um, they gave an amazing shout-out to Mitzi. Yeah. Like, maybe overly drunk. I'm sure Polly Shore was crying. Did you see that picture? Is that Bert? Yeah, that's, that's Bert. Bert. That might yeah. be the funniest In thing his prime, I've ever seen. In his jean it's shorts. Van, Van Wilder days, yeah. Um, but how fortuitous is it for Duncan Trussell... You have been um, the town coordinator at that time. Yeah. Joe showed up to LA. You, you know what I mean? The fact that they started hitting it off the phone and now we're here doing, you know, the pinnacle of the Joe Rogan experience 10 years later, five hour podcast. Uh, they say in photography, they say, what is it? Uh, the most important thing in photography is access to your subject or whatever? Just to whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, you know, if, like you can't. It, if you have access to go backstage at all the fucking best shows, obviously you'll have rock and roll photos. That's what I'm saying. And all of a sudden, you're it's easier for you to be in Rolling Stone. Next thing, you're the hottest guy. That's kind of how I look at you know. But what's cool about it in this situation, as a hater, I could be uh, positive. Duncan was just a cool guy. Like Joe was successful at this time, but nowhere. No, he had to have a podcast. That it wasn't like Duncan Joe's like, oh, I'm gonna be friends with Joe Rogan because he could help me. It was he was just it was a no I think it was genuine, just a genuine guy yeah. friendship that just worked out fantastically well, that someone's begging to buy you a house yeah. and Joe said I want you to come on my show permanently well, no he said we just start our own podcast no but RSS. he would also just have him on the show like he would do anything for Duncan I really think that yeah, he just wants sure. Duncan around him he'll agree that Moloch is fine and that yeah uh, exa exactly Jeffrey Dahmer's <laughs> so, not that bad a guy so Duncan. Um, no, maybe it was just that Washington was an absolutely terrible guy. Well, Duncan also went really hard in the paint on Shapiro. And listen, I'm not a I'm not a Ben Shapiro fan. I'm not a Ben Shapiro fan. He's such a nerd. I find him a nerd too. Yeah. But like he's not the problem guest that Joe has on. You know what I mean? Like that's crazy. If if you can't see that guy's point of view past his Shtick. But this, was yeah. But what he's saying is his problem is he's like, the more people follow this guy, the more people are potentially like, well, I don't want to go to gay weddings, because I, you know what I mean? It's, I, I get what you're saying. He's not the far like a Milo might be a more. When Joe has a guy like that on his show, and listen, I may be wrong, Maddie, but I truly think it actually works in reverse. I think that more people are like, look at this moron's position. Like this is so antiquated and stupid. I, I agree. Like, that's that's truly how I I think. So but that's also because we so think for this Duncan way. as this like open minded fucking guru to to want to stop something like that it just seems foolish. But I to think me. I think if uh, this podcast was a sober podcast, 
Duncan May shit on uh, Ben Shapiro, but do it a little more articulately. Or mm-hmm. he was just drunk, saying, "Ah, fucking hate Ben Shapiro, he's a fucking nerd." You yeah. know. And uh, we all agreed when Ben Shapiro went after WAP that he is a fucking nerd. He's oh, was that was so he just should not have picked that. Dude, of course, it was so nerdy. I'm not sticking up for Ben Shapiro. I'm just thinking about people who Joe may have had on a show who I think are like literally giving bad messages. I just don't think he's one of them. I think he's stuck in a religious point of view, which is sad. You know what I mean? But that that's like... But you don't have to stick up for Ben Shapiro because Joe did it. Like, uh, of all the things that Duncan said that Joe just went yeah. along with, that you're like, at one time he didn't. Yep. He, he to the end, was like, I like him. He's all right. If you went out for dinner with this guy, you'd be all right. <laughs> Fuck that guy, Joe. He's a Joe, nerd. At, at one point, sorry, Matty, go uh-huh. on. At one point, right before Duncan ran to the bathroom for the first time, he said, hey, Joe, <laughs> we should do a blood ritual. <laughs> I'll slip my hand right now. And as he's running to the bathroom, you can still hear him. He's like, I'll do it, Joe. I'll cut my hand. Oh, he wants to be in a cult. Oh, it man. sounded that way. I yeah. thought that was funny. <clears throat> did it? It did. Am I wrong? Well, yeah, but again, I think that was just the drinking. And yeah, I think yeah, he was yeah. joking, too. Like, I think the whole Moloch thing and wanting to be at the Grove, like... To know. To know. Maybe. Um, Joe said... There were a couple of guests, sorry, just before we get off this last topic, a couple of guests that he's had on who he regrets having on, and I wonder who those guests oh, are. Oh, that's one of the reasons why we're here, to find that out? Yeah. Well, you, I think, you think one of them is the the dominatrix. Selling underwear or whatever? That was just a terrible uh, podcast. Yeah, but I think that's, you know. Dave okay. Asprey? But, uh, sorry, yes, that was I know a what you podcast. mean. You're talking about what I get what you're saying, but I still think she's in that list. Yeah, okay, I do. I, I agree. I think he'd like a redo on that podcast. Uh, I think one of the upcoming ones we're doing probably War Machine. Well, actually, I want to rethink my list because I, I thank I, you. I was in that. Uh, I just picked ones out of I know, the I know conspiracy list. Yeah, yeah, I know. And after the Pete Johansson one, even though it was crazy, join the Patreon. You're gonna enjoy it. <laughs> I, I, well, I always I, I don't want to edit that list. We'll, we'll let you go back on your. Uh, Okay, but fine. Whether you're whether you, whether you're going back or not, that's a perfect example of what Simon's talking about. That might be one where it's like, I, what, I brought on a legitimate about, fucking psychopath. Murderer. What about Lawrence Krauss? Because I think that guy ended up getting like Stefan uh, Mayu. I think he re- may regret. Are there any unplayed podcasts? There's podcasts that he's done, put out, and regretted, but other stuff like now nah, that's not going. Whether it's the guessing. I don't want to do it, or him saying, I don't want to put this out. That's real gold. Interesting. My answer is no. Guess saying they didn't want to do it could only be recent, because otherwise it was live, and they didn't have a fucking choice. That's fair. Right? Yeah, the live is a big one. I also think Kamar, um, I think he'd he'd mention it. I just think in a week he would... I think he has. I think he would say, like, we had someone in, and guys, to be honest, it just... It, it it didn't work out. We're not... You know what I mean? What was the podcast Joe uh, walked out of? Wasn't there one where he... Like, it's his studio. I know, he didn't walk out, but he, like, ended it. Was that the Dominatrix? It was, like, a, an hour 20 in or something? Wasn't the guy... There was the guy that argued with 9-11 and weed with him for a while. That one didn't go too well. Steven Crowder? No, that that was one... No, no, there was the guy, the 9-11 guy. Are you talking about Brian Dunning? Oh, it might be Gary and Steven. Well, that was a terrible... Oh, and I wonder if he now regrets Every single time, what's his name was on the chiropractor, Mike Baker. No, Mike Baker. He, that's gonna come back to haunt him. But no, Kamar. Um, 
Wasn't that Kraus? Chris Kressler. Chris Kressler. Why, Often confused hey, with Santa Claus. Is that why Chris Kressler, we found out he was a chiropractor? Acupuncturist. Acupuncturist. Oh, but that uh, was if he, if he had said chiropractor in that episode, I truly believe that it would have been shut down immediately. Joe would have walked over to the ball guy and said, Listen, no. man. No, we've seen Joe him. gave a pass to the chiropractory to um yep. the weightlifter. Mm-hmm. But that's because he's a weightlifter. Like, and listen, in all fairness, I guess to chiropractors, um, it's a word that if you if you say it too many times, you start just mispronouncing. It's weird. Chiropractory, chiropractic, chiropractor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chiropractic. In all fairness to them, those people doing that thing, um, if they think it works, I guess, and the person getting it, it's a placebo effect for them, and we know that the placebo effect can work then look, I'm not saying go there, but in some cases, if you think it's helping you, who, who is Joe to say to the bodybuilder, Hey, by the way, <laughs> you know, that's all a sham. Like I kind of get that. Kind of. Yeah, no, I, Joe plays it differently and has evolved or changed or been compromised along the way. <laughs> And then they You've said compromise a bunch of times, and I'm saying so, yeah. I'm the same with a toothy fucking grin on my face. Is I know. That I, listen, the I don't. Word I'm the one that in your calendar this week. No, no, it's it's deeper words than compromise. No, no, no I can't get it past Kajabajo. It's insane. It's insane that he says bucolic, and then it's in that fucking movie we watched, Simon. What? Oh, it is. Yeah. A woman said it, and I was like, Kamar must have watched this. No, he didn't. And then, which is insane, because I was like, I've never heard this word in my life, or never. Or I've heard it never. But it sounds like a disease that kills you and makes you shit your pants or something. Yeah. What's wrong, Simon? You too hot? I'm too loud? You no, can turn yourself down, too. I'll, I'll do it after the break. Um, it's because I turned everything up. Get these fucking volumes up, baby. Oh, my God. It. When he was talking about fucking uh, Notorious B.I.G. and like... You remember when you heard uh, Hypnotize? It's like, wow, these guys... Like, that's his worst song. Oh, I know. His worst song, and he was like, I heard Hypnotize, and I was like, whoa, the game has changed. First of all, when you heard Ready to Die. Ready to Die, fucking... Um, no, but I'm saying, like, the whole... When you when you heard the first five songs on Ready oh, that, to Die... Oh, album, sorry. That's when you were like, holy fuck. It wasn't it wasn't Hypnotize, where you were like, Biggie, Biggie. That's the no, fucking it, cheesy... To me, that was like... People ask me all the time, what do you think, like, what do you think Biggie would be like now? And I'm like, Puffy would have ruined him Ruined. Or he was ruined. Hypnotized was a horrible song. That's what I'm saying. It was just fucking garbage. You guys are such rap snobs. It's hilarious. No, 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 no. no, no. But no. If, you, if you're going to look at this guy's uh, body of work and be like, hypnotized, uh, that's the jam, you're lost. Yeah, you're, you're, you're just... You, it's true. Will Smith is probably in your top five or Joe Budden. It, it, it was just so weird from like, no, hypnotized. Again, they're drunk and hopefully he's never heard any of the other uh, songs from the Notorious B.I.G. Rest in peace, but... To pick hypnotize, he, you don't know all the songs, right? I don't like Biggie, so I don't know most of his uh, songs. I just was never a Biggie. Have you guy. heard "Ready to Die" though? I'm sure I've heard them the all. The Ten Commandments. Uh, um, anyways, we're gonna play "Ready to Die" at the cottage, and you're gonna have a different. I'm, I'm just. Sure, I get it. I'm sure I, I like it. I'm just not a Biggie guy. You know what I mean? It was. He wasn't my jam. And my last thing is, I've seen. Uh, Weren't Dun you either Team Tupac or Team Biggie? And that are was you it? Team Tupac? Well, I guess I would have been more oh, Team Tupac than Team. I'm, I'm Team all of them. I just like I like records. 
every track it doesn't matter who the artist is if they if you have beef with that guy he could still put it in the song but like i really like listen i'm a bad example obviously because i really like that jay-z kanye album and everyone hates it they're all like you like that who's everyone you damn there's good tracks on that. who's you and dan there's good songs on that yeah what are you nuts I want to say I like one, watch the one of the things I'm fortunate to is I have seen uh, Duncan Trussell do the little hobo bit, and it is unbelievable. You've seen him live, Duncan? Yeah. Nice. Where? I saw him when I was living in Toronto. Oh, cool. and me and my sister went. Do you think that Mitzi was the perfect club owner because she had no, this is what Joe, one of the points Joe brought up, she had no, she didn't want to be a comedian. There was never a time she wanted to be a comedian. So it's like a drug dealer that doesn't get high off their own supply. You know, yeah, it's the that, that, would, that would help her be a good because uh, there judge. are so many uh, comedy owners out there who I imagine had dreams or aspirations of at one point being a comedian or were a comedian and then switched over. You know, something. They must have been hooked up in that. Some I'm having a hard time thinking of somebody who's just like, yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna open me a comedy. It's store, so you know? much smaller here in Canada. To compare to the states, but I think like what you're saying is true. Like Yuck Yucks was started by Mark Breslin, and he wants to see himself as a Lord Michaels, mm-hmm. not a comedian. He thinks okay. he's the godfather of Canadian comedy. Well, Mitzi probably might have wanted to see herself that way too. Who knows? I I really don't. I've only watched um like dramas. She had, she about had a, her. her her advice though that no one can do you is great advice, and I think she. She's, it's understated how important she is for at least comedy in, in America. I wonder how close that show, um, fuck, what was it? not Miss Maisel, not Miss Maisel, the other one, the one Joe doesn't like standing up, falling down. No, what's it called? Yeah, maybe it's falling down, whatever it's not that, falling down. whatever it is, though. You, you know which one I'm talking Going about with, with Santino, no, with San- crashing with, is with uh, yeah, that's Holmes. crashing. No, Sorry. no, no, with Santino, it's the one based on the comedy store. And yeah, it's so if loosely. That, if it's if it is based on the comedy store and on Mitzi, though, because there's a she, whole we knew she banged a bunch of comics storyline. No, I was gonna say a whole storyline where she like makes girl comedians go up before they're ready because it's better chances of them getting a spot on Carson or whatever. Sounds possible they to me. Were looking for girls at the time and it like blew out a bunch of women's careers because they were pushed too quickly where the guys like Joe, you know, you had to do two years or Ari you had to do three at the door where these girls were just being pushed through. Look, I don't know if that's the case. This is a stupid show I watch. No, but, but 30 again, comedians that happened to three of them or whatever, like it just drawn from that, but it didn't happen all the time. But yeah, she, they went deep on it but i really think she's like historically really relevant yeah but i think like anything you just get in where you fit in and then history has its way with you and you end up i think no one at the time is like i'm in it no oh no i mean i think that'd be a crazy ego but there's no one there's no one in the you can compare to her no i agree i mean again you could like lauren michael you could i mean not to stand up i get you but you know there's in comedy there are kind of i don't want to like say david letterman. david letterman got passed by mitzi yeah you know what i mean she's she's underrated i think and like he said with tears in his eye he's carrying her picture on the plane on a private jet i also think to say she's underrated like you'd never know about anyone behind the scenes like there could be one manager who managed every major stand-up and you never know but it's like who was that documentary with that black dude who was behind the scenes of everyone famous ever for the last like 50 years, but you've never heard of him. What the fuck was the name of that documentary? You think Joe's prying fly of it? Whoa. 
You are having a stroke. I am dude. having a stroke. I Prying think he's private. Flying <laughs> private now. Uh, the Sandley's flies. He's, he's big timed. He's big timed everybody. He's on the Shopify jet. I think. Hold on. I think. Well, first of all, you don't always. He's not at like always flying private money. I think when you're moving to Texas, you might take one private flight with some Shopify money. Spotify, excuse me. Shopify money would be just as good. It'd be way better. Than Spotify money? Really? Dude, Shopify oh, yeah? is worth a fucking ton of I money. I assumed Spotify was also worth a ton of money. Nowhere near. Who do you think is worth more? What do you think what company is, Shopify is, is. worth? Shopify is. They get, a, they get money off every single transaction that ever happens. Shopify stock not, right not now, in Simon. in the world, Kamar. They're still competing with Amazon. Simon. Shopify stock before Christmas was at like four hundred dollars a share. I believe right now it's over a thousand dollars. The biggest a share. company in Canada. And what Spotify at? Per, a share? Yeah. Oh my god, probably not even a hundred. They're the biggest company in Canada. They're the biggest company in Canada. Or the richest company. Uh, in most Canada? valuable, I believe. Yeah. Sorry. Well, no, because there's a huge. I don't think they're the biggest. Yeah, at and all. I, I apologize for. The, don't uh, apologize. Okay. Shows weakness. Never apologize. <laughs> oh, I was way off. Okay, so Spotify's stock is two hundred and forty-eight dollars a stock. Yeah. Shopify stock. Oh, well, I already told you it's over a thousand. So crunching the numbers. Holy fuck! Shopify stock is twelve hundred and seventy dollars a stock. Wow. They print money every time there's a transaction. But Simon, can I show you something here? I just like to show you where's where's year. Dude, look at that. Look at that increase. That's one year. That yeah, no, green no, no. line. It's crazy. Fuck me running. If I had any money a year ago. Oh I think they God. could become bigger than uh, Amazon. No. But people, you open a store on Shopify and then get their stuff from Amazon. To I understand. Sell and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, no, but Amazon, and this is where you're, what you're missing. Amazon and Shopify, exact same thing. They're the exact same thing. They're no. marketplaces. Yes, they are. But because Amazon doesn't have any stock, you mean? What he's saying is, what Kamar is saying is that their POS system that they offer, Amazon does not offer. Amazon has their own system. Yeah, I know. But what he's saying is they sell theirs to everyone else. I think Amazon also sells their system. It's just under a name we don't know who competes against Shopify. <laughs> I don't think so. I think Amazon, you just sell within the Amazon marketplace. That's it. Like you're either you either sell on Amazon as a seller, or, or but that's it. But I guess it's the same hey, thing either so way. So like if I had a website, let's say mm -hmm. I could have my website and I could be selling to the world, and I can also sell on the Amazon marketplace. Mm -hmm. You can do both. Mm -hmm. That's what is that? I am not smart enough to know. Okay. I just think Shopify is a good business model, and obviously Amazon is. A I mean, good Amazon model. is worth way more than Shopify is. I don't know. I yeah, wonder, yeah. No, I wait. They've got to be worth Listen, way Amazon more. stock is $3,200 a stock. Well, oh, so man. I had one in September. Triple the amount. Yeah, triple pretty much, yes. Yeah. So, again, if we're talking about like a billion dollars, you know what I mean? You know what the difference between one billion and three billion is? It's yep. a lot of fucking billions. Two. Yeah, but it's a lot of money is what I'm saying. The difference between one and two million dollars... Or one million and a hundred million. Agreed. I was wrong. Nothing compared to. We've lost our way. We we're talking about anyways, Spotify. But maybe they are on a trajectory to surpass them at some point in history. I just don't think it will be when we're alive.
When you it, did you ever listen to that? Their um, quarterly revenue line? was eighty-eight billion dollars. Who Amazon? Yeah. <laughs> and and they'll say what Shopify's quarterly that is, revenues. And that this is brilliant, so fucking and insane. And this brilliant motherfucker convinced all his stockholders to take hit. Year after year after Hold year. On. Believe in me. Believe Hold in on me. Real quick. Believe in me. Hold on real quick. Just because Kamara asked. <laughs> like a million dollars? 714 million. So it's not even the same. What? What are we saying here? He asked. I said Amazon's quarterly revenue was $88 billion. He asked me what Shopify's was. Oh. It's 714 yeah. million. So like I was saying... Once there's you, there's levels to this shit and Amazon is fucking on top. If you have never listened to that front line about Amazon, you did. You yeah, did. We've okay. talked about it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it it really when you that guy just in the securities, in it, what he's diversified in into securities rivals what Shopify is doing, and that's only that part of his business. I think you know? what I was thinking though is like. Amazon has all these warehouses and all this stuff, which I guess is assets. Shopify has none of that. Yeah, but what I'm telling you too is if there are two different ways to work with Amazon, okay? You can send your stuff to Amazon and Amazon will send it out, okay? They do everything. They take a big cut. Or you join their marketplace, you're still shipping your stuff from you, but you're part of the Amazon marketplace. Well, it, it's not even worth discussing. Like, we just found out that it's not even close. No, I'm just explaining to you how it works. Yeah, you're right, Simon. It's okay. Take it down, yeah. <laughs> You're proven right. He's, got, you're he's just face. George Floyding you with this shit. He's got his I, fucking I'll foot on your roll. neck. Like, yeah, it's I am, unreal. I am not. I am not trying to do that. I'm just... That was distasteful. Man. I apologize. That was. That was terrible. I mean, it was a fucking... It's okay. Apt. You're fine. You're fine. I know. You should have said Shiva'd. Because Shiva stands on. Yes, the, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Or no, Kali. Is it Kali or Shiva? Anyways, it doesn't matter. Another horrible Biggie Small song, but probably Joe's second favorite. <laughs> What's that one? Going back to Kali. Oh. That's a. That's a. Um, I'm going, going back, back to Kali. That's all LL Cool J did it too. LL Cool J, yeah. Sorry, I couldn't think. Well, LL Cool J is well before Biggie, isn't he? Yeah, there's songs that have the exact same titles. They as, both as we'll have the same title. We'll talk about um, that in the next episode. It's like the Rough Riders and the Rough Riders. Very similar. Do you see the Locks came out with an album, a new record? That's awesome. With DMX. That's less awesome. <laughs> in the vein of washed up rappers. Oh, my God. One more. Do, you, do you hear me, though, Maddie? Like, rap isn't that big a community at that point. Um, early on? Early on. There ain't that many of them. Hold on, LL Cool J is like '80s. First of all, rap was a lot. There's a ton of like you like usury in rap, like using reusing. the same names for yeah, same tons fucking, of shit, the same tons, bars, same melodies, same. Oh, it's bar. the same melodies. Same oh, everything. Is it just no. a? Is it just a cut? Someone like a will put out a song today and, and say a rap that Biggie said. Yeah, and it, but it's like a, a throwback homage. to that homage, exactly. So this was an homage to LL Cool J. Sure. It was his version. You know, they're very similar. They both sort of popped off at 18, but it wasn't a ripoff. No one is upset about it. It isn't plagiarism. But like, Kamar, there's like a, I mean, Simon, there's like a 10 year gap there. It's a cover. There might be five He's songs. He's doing a cover of no, an no, 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 cool no, 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 Different I'm song, same title. Okay, so it's not the same song. No. There are no cut samples of LL in that No, song? but what I'm saying there is like, there be. was, uh, okay, listen, there was all sorts of that stuff in hip hop back then. 
Are we going to rate this? Then? I think we should. So we're done. Well, I I mean, I can give you more, but I think it'll just be not important stuff. It's a five-hour podcast. That's what I mean. So I have a lot of notes, but most of them are just like, because I felt like I needed to be writing. Yeah, would you, I mean, would you I, suggest someone listens to this? No. I mean, I know you I would. I would. I would 100%. I would say this. I would 100% tune in to the first two hours. Listen, or, or do yourself this favor. Listen to the first two hours on regular speed. If you're a fan, you listen to this to know why you don't listen to five-hour podcasts. But this was, this sh- like we said at the very beginning of uh, this review, this should have been the Whitney Cummings, Danny Letterman, and that's the end. Next one, whether it's Miley Cyrus, Mike Tyson, whoever, is in the Texas studio, and we're, it's a new era, I feel my like, opinion. I feel like you're giving this one a pass because it's Duncan, where we both know that when Joe pulled this same kind of thing with Honey Honey, it was totally like no, none I, of us liked that. I came around and I liked I mean? the Honey Honey one. What? I the five-hour Honey Honey one? No. Go back. I did. And um, because it's all those reasons, yes, I'm giving it a pass. And the, the growth of Duncan um, and Joe got so drunk he said where he's moving to, and Duncan was like, "Shut up, John!" It was just see. It, I actually it was a run-on sentence, but I loved it. I actually felt like Duncan regressed in this episode; like he became more close-minded and more. Numb. But I think that's the alcohol. Maybe that was a maybe, not a, a maybe. Maybe that was like a. I don't think so, but yeah. I'm giving you the benefit. The of fans oh, I could tell. The fans know your that tone. Was, the yeah. fans know your tone. With all due respect, Kamar. Okay, I'll rate it then. Um, to your guy's chagrin, I give this a four. You can rate it what you want. There's no chagrins here. Simon, what do you give it? I didn't rate it yet. No. no. You shot on it. I give it a... Th- out of respect to Duncan, I'm going to give it... And to Joe, I give it a three. But that is super generous on my part. Why don't you just rate it what you actually feel? Two and a half. Okay, so not that generous then. Even Uh, that is generous. (laughs) Okay, whatever. I'll give it a three. Um, I I don't know. I think it gets, it would have gotten a five, but it loses one Jamie for every hour that I thought it was too long. But when would you have given it a five? At what point in this podcast? If it was the last episode in the next two and a half hours, if it stops two and a half hours, boom. And maybe there's, there's only like one Buffalo trace each. Then I think it's potentially a five. The way it's supposed to be the first Spotify podcast. It just, it shouldn't have been. Should have been the it should have been the end of the old era. That's and it would have been a five. It would have been the ending of that, and I would have been this. Is how you do it with your best friend? And I mean, I'll say this: maybe if they had, if you're if you're right and they pre-recorded them, which I can't uh, confirm or deny. I, I never I didn't look into it. I don't care to. Um, maybe Spotify. Maybe he said to them, "Listen, I had Miley Cyrus in this week and Mike Tyson," and they were like, "Oh, do you want to hold off on those? Maybe because we'd really." And he was like, well, Duncan has to be the first. And they were like, that's fine. You can have Duncan be the first, but we'd really prefer it if, like, Miley Cyrus is a big draw for us. Her album's on here. We can put the hyperlink in to, you know, send her right. I don't know. Maybe. And one of the things we didn't even talk about is they did talk a lot about um, how L.A. is deteriorating. Yeah. I mean, I just think that's self-evident. They're all leaving. Nobody would be they're not mass exiting because it's a, a great place to be, you yeah. know? It was, it's fucking Shangri-La there where it's sunny all the time. You live by the beach. 
I think if they had a situation that seemed tenable, they wouldn't be going anywhere, you know? Something's up in L.A. L.A. is burning. I don't know. I have two thoughts. The first is I have a feeling most of them will be back eventually. The second is... Uh, Only if the comic store opens up. Otherwise, there's no real reason. You never know. I That's guess the second. Auditions. No, the second thing is maybe L.A. is... Maybe California is trying to deal with its overpopulation problem. They're like, fine. We'll start by getting rid of the Joe Rogans. We'll piss them off. They're leaving. This will make a lot of other people leave. Then we'll get rid of the homeless, and then we'll have just a normal amount of people in the state. We can go back to just creating produce because they fucking feed 90% of the country. I wonder if that's the way it works or if it's more like what we talked about a couple of episodes ago where it's like, you know, you, you cripple New York in that exact way by driving out all the money. And then things kind of go back to a norm, more, more normal place where everybody can afford to live again. Does that then drive way more people back in? And that Because that was your argument, right? That that's why New York will never die because those new people move in when shit is cheap and then they build everything back up. So the population control, that, that's what I, I'm asking. I mean, again, you know? that's the thing. Like, think about it. If, if money was the thing holding it, keeping you out of LA and two years from now, the, the dream house that you wanted that you looked at two years ago is now half the price. It's still sunny in LA. Yeah. You know, you might be the kind of person who's like, if I'm getting the, my dream house for half the price, I can deal with some homeless people. Yeah, and, that's what I mean. So the population problem is never going to go away there because... Well, no, but it'll fluctuate. And again, you you have... Pe I mean, you're always going to have people coming and going. I think that's the big takeaway. They're saying in the next hundred years, California is going to fall off the ocean. There's a, there's and a that's probability. if they don't burn it to the ground long before that. So well, not they. Nature's doing a pretty good job of burning it to the well, ground. Well, nature and the people and everything, you know. Listen, it's time to get out for a bit. There was the craziest photo going around a few years ago of like a a lake in California, and it was like you could see they had circled the dock because you never would have noticed it because it was like 150 feet up the hill. Like, that's how much water had fucking drained out of this lake that, that they were like, the dock is up there. It was it was absolutely Crazy. insane. It was like the footage of, uh, where was um, Fort McMurray? Was that what was on fire for us? Fort Mac. Yeah, isn't it Fort McMurray? Yeah, yeah. in yeah. Alberta. Um, that footage of the people driving out of town and mm -hmm. just both sides of the highway on are fire, on fire yeah. and just the road is... It's like a hellscape. Holy fuck, man. Okay, well, uh, since we rated that one, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back to do the last two. We're going to pay some bills. Uh, I think that's it. We'll be right back. Guys, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp.com. What interferes with your happiness? Are you feeling depressed? You feel anger? Maybe it's anxiety, stress eating away at your life. Maybe it's a self-esteem issue. Uh, do you feel like there's something preventing you from achieving your goals? I know for me, uh, I had a wicked drinking problem in my 20s, and uh, it would have been nice if there had been someone there to help. Luckily, I overcame it, and I can tell you right away, I feel much better. That's where BetterHelp comes in. Uh, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own professional licensed therapist. Uh, it's so convenient. You can connect in a safe and private online environment. Uh, you can usually start communicating with someone in under 24 hours, that's good. You'll get that timely and thoughtful help that you need. Uh, this is not a self-help website. It is professional counseling. You can send a message to your counselor at any time. Uh, as well, you can schedule weekly and video phone sessions. 
Um, we know that during COVID, the last thing you want to do is be going into a doctor's office, sitting in a waiting room, putting on the mask. Um, no one wants that. That's where BetterHelp is perfect. It's all done online, super convenient. Uh, it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and they offer financial aid, and they're available worldwide, which is wonderful. Uh, there's also a broad range of expertise available, which may not be available locally in many areas. You never know. You may live in a rural area. Um, they may not have a specific type of uh, counselor that you're looking for. So that's where BetterHelp also comes in handy. Uh, they offer licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, as you name it. That's a lot of checked boxes. Uh, anything you share is, of course, confidential. Uh, the website is convenient, professional, affordable. They do have testimonials on their website if you want to go check it out. Uh, they have so many people using BetterHelp right now that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So also, if you're a counselor and uh, you're having tough times during COVID, maybe head over to BetterHelp and see if you can get yourself a job. You never know. Uh, if you want to start living a happier life today, as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash J-R-E-E. Join over 1 million people taking charge in their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash J-R-E-E for your 10% discount off your first month. Guys, go check them out. Thank you so much. All right. Miley Cyrus. Not without controversy. 1531. Not without controversy. Um, let me start by saying this. I don't care. A lot of people were pissed about this. Yeah. <clears throat> if this is... The, sorry, can you... Which number is it on? Yeah, please. Thanks. Okay, that's better. Um, there we go. If you guys are right, and the way we should look at this was Duncan is the last episode of the old show, and this is the first episode of the new show, I don't like this first episode. I don't like this first episode at all. And I'll tell you why. It's not because of the guest. So I don't care. I liked Miley. I thought she was fine. I like her voice. I think she's super hot. She didn't seem as fucking flaky as I thought she was going to be. But frankly, this whole thing was like just Joe giving her advice on how to be famous. Like This reminded me of the Dale Earnhardt I don't episode. Think, remember know. way back when? Dude, I was just going to say, we've done so many of these. I don't remember that at all. But it was like it was more of a therapy session. Exactly. Than um, a discussion. Well, hold on. Exactly. I think, again, we're getting caught up here. I agree. This was, what, a three-hour episode? 220. 220. Okay. The first hour of this was definitely that. The last was not. The last was more about her family and I don't know. I didn't find that the whole thing was I agree with you. The first was definitely There were moments. There were moments where she got some good stories in about her dad and things that made me laugh and all that stuff. But I'm telling you, man, even in hour two, he's still giving her advice about and that's fine. Like, listen, go have dinner together, you know? Listen, I'm not saying I like the episode. I'm just people online were like, this is fucking bullshit. I think it doesn't, it's not going to make me stop listening to Joe. I no. don't feel that way whatsoever. But it's, I say the same, like, listen, when there's hunters on, I'm like, ugh. But you know what I mean? It, listen, sometimes there are good singers on, not that she's not a good singer, but singers we genuinely like or whoever that we like. And we think that Joe missed the mark on that episode, didn't ask enough pertinent questions, whatever the case was. I felt this one was like an opportunity. This is a girl who like, genuinely grew up in Hollywood 
I think we could have gotten some really great stories as opposed to... Yeah, did Epstein approach you? Have you met Giselle? Whatever. Ghislaine. As opposed to it just being all about, like, getting in her head. How much do you think Wikipedia says she's worth? Oh, shit. Okay, this is fun. Um, I'm going to... Can I go? Of course. Of course. So, sorry, I didn't... Uh, do you no, want to write, write it down? Sure. Okay. Write it down, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's good. I like that. <laughs> Um, I, uh, cheated, uh, I, I watched, uh, Miley Cyrus, uh, do a podcast with, the um, call her daddy girl. And, um, I found that one a lot more interesting. There's a different, uh, dynamic between her and Miley than Joe and Miley. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, again, it's tough. I think Joe, because he has daughters was trying to play like. Daddy. daddy, which seemed weird because it's like she has a obviously a good a, a terrible dad who put her on a motorcycle oh, when whatever, he fuck. she was two and let her hit a fucking branch. I think um, I think he is uh, always sort I, of. I think as soon as her, Joe heard that, he was like, "I have to help this." Girl. A father figure with all his female comedian friends, or not like this though. This was crazy, man. This was over the top. This I felt like. Listen, I don't think she was insulted, but I almost felt insulted for her. <laughs> do you have it written down? I do. Well, I felt she was soliciting the advice. What Can have you, you? What did you write down? I wrote down forty-six million. Oh, you sir are off. I wrote down two hundred and seventy-five million. Oh. Two hundred million. She wow. She doesn't okay. need advice from anyone. No, <laughs> she's got more money than Joe. I. <laughs> Uh, Simon, you're I forgetting. Felt as like far- it was like a little bit of mansplaining, you know. Wow. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that a bit. But again, she's worth two hundred million dollars. So here's where I'm at with it. I, I'll, I'll play Diablo, Diablo Avocado. I'll defend Joe here. I think he was more. It wasn't about money or success. I think he was just trying to be like. Uh, I I don't know. He he wasn't trying to offer her like how you could do a bet. He was just like, listen, there's a way to navigate this. You're still young in this, even though you've been in it a long time. And when you grow up in it, it's different than. And I feel like for a normal person, maybe a singer who wasn't of the pedigree of Miley Cyrus, who had been a child star, whose dad is. Her godmother is fucking Dolly Dolly Parton. Parton, (laughs) Whose dad is a huge star in his own right. Listen, she like, I, I just feel like she. Here's the problem is that she came out and was like, I have a lot of issues. And that opened Pandora's box mm-hmm. for Joe. Because she, it, listen, I don't think it started off with Joe being like, I can fix you until she was like, I have all these issues. I'm really dealing with a lot of stuff right now. And, and as a father of daughters, he just well, that in. was it. And that's where it, I think it kicked in where he's like, I have daughters of my own and I try to give them advice and I've navigated this thing pretty well. Like, I don't necessarily think that money, listen, Justin Bieber is wildly rich. I wouldn't say that that's a well-grounded individual. You know what I mean? Like if he went on Joe Rogan and Joe was giving him advice, I don't think we'd be sitting here being like, he was mansplaining and like Justin Bieber's worth a half billion and fuck Joe. He like, didn't talk like this to Post Malone. Well, this is what okay, I was sure. about to say. I, yeah, yeah. I wish, well, but, but Post Malone, they did, were fucked up here, on mushrooms. I wanted uh, the Post Malone podcast to be more like this podcast. Hear me out though. Post Malone didn't, was there, there didn't seem to be a, a, any cry for help there. Like Posty just seemed like just living my life, man, just beer pong. And I didn't feel like she was crying for help either. I feel like she was coming on and saying like, I used to be fucked up and now I'm good. I'm in a good place. But hear me out. I'm not saying I'm, I didn't necessarily get her saying I'm fucked up either. I got her saying I was fucked up, but maybe Joe still thought like, well, I think you are still a bit fucked up. There was, listen, I agree with you. There was times 
where the way he was talking to her, I was like, this is insane. I agree with you. And I thought she was amazing. Like when you look back, uh, if you look she at it from well. that angle, I she was like a fucking real pro, man. Yeah. She was way cooler than the I Call Her, Call Her Daddy uh, podcast. podcast I listen to. I felt just a little bit, and I always say that, she was a, trying to be a little bit on. Like yuck it up a bit. Mm-hmm. She, 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 she didn't have to. I felt, but. That'd be my only I, I didn't notice criticism that. of the episode, but it did feel like it was a therapy session more than a canned discussion. I just wanted to hear what she thought about aliens or or something in that realm. Just just a, a something woman about something not having to do with Joe not not talking down a way to, her, to fix Miley Cyrus. Like I didn't I, I mean I would have liked listen, I'm with you. I would have liked a little more like you were around Billy Ray Cyrus for the achy breaky hardship when you were a kid, like that must have been sick. We got a little bit of how crazy was that? We got a that? little Dolly Just a, Parton. Yeah, yep. but I mean, again, you know, it's tough. In two hours and 20 minutes, I think what we want to get covered is tough. I think we have to give everyone a little bit of leeway there, too. If it had been the five hours that Duncan got, who knows? We could have They might have got into it. Yeah. I agree, though, Simon. This was, uh, I mean, this one wasn't great. But I, sure. want, I wanted the Post Malone episode to be more like this, I felt. And I guess this to be more like the Post Malone episode. You, just, so wanted, some you just wanted way. her to tell wild dick suck stories. Well, no, but she, she was talking about doing coke and doing drugs. Yeah, yeah. Like she, she was v- very candid, and like I, I appreciate that. This week was definitely other than Duncan. This week was very anti-drug. Yeah, Mike Tyson was just fucking not having it. Well, if you're going to, um, I agree with what Joe was saying. Like, if you're going to, um, make drugs illegal, and you know that kids are still getting them then you should be doing a better job like it shouldn't be all about um just trying to scare them not to do them right like the war against drugs congratulations you fucking lost you know surrender yeah it's time um we should be teaching kids again maybe not in the way she was saying about writing a kid's book about how to get high but there is probably a you know, maybe something in sex ed or it's something along those lines, right? Where Here's the we're problem, saying- though. The issue is like Joe, Joe, Joe said to her, why don't you start a YouTube channel? Why don't you start a YouTube channel where you can just talk about your experiences? And that doesn't fly. And I'll tell you why. Because if a young person hears Miley Cyrus tell her crazy party stories about doing coke and fucking, that, that sounds great. No, and that's why he asked first, are you going to write it under a pseudonym? But the pseudonym doesn't work either because then you're like, well, this is just some old person preaching. It's so tough to explain. Like, there, think about an old person telling you not to do this, any of that shit when you were young. Like, A, you watched them do it. So it didn't make any sense. Like, having an adult tell you drinking was bad and then constantly watching them drink didn't help at all, in my opinion. Same thing with pot. Like, we were totally... My dad, I the last time I met up with my dad, he leaned in and he goes, you know, they lied to me. I go, what are you talking about? And he's like, he goes, when I was a cop, they lied to me. And I was like, about what? He goes, pot, especially pot. And I go, well, yeah, of course. I mean, that's the MO. Like, they have to, you know. Well, what did a great scholar once say? Um, Epstein like, didn't kill himself. My pop caught me smoking and he said, no way. That hypocrite smokes two packs a day. There you go. There you go. Well, no, and that's the whole thing is we, we do this weird thing where we, we lie to kids that we're like, this is bad. Don't do it. And then we turn around and do it. Well, no, but that's exactly what I'm saying. So let's be a little bit more realistic about the situation. It's the same um, sex ed argument, right? Like, 
don't teach kids about being um, safe sex because they shouldn't be having sex anyways. That's a really fucking stupid way to look at it, you know? Yeah. Because all you're going to do is have a bunch of kids who are going to have sex who aren't going to know how to protect themselves. Well, and they're horny as fuck. So well, it's ridiculous to I assume mean. like you're horny and you want to, you try all day to get laid. What do you think this kid is doing too? Like exact and they're same, 10 times hornier the than you. Exact same argument. Yeah. Matt, life is hard. Who doesn't want to do drugs? Yeah. She shouldn't do a YouTube channel. She should do an OnlyFans. <laughs> break the internet. Break the internet again. You're number one, Simon. You're number one. The, fir- the one closest to Kamar, that knob right And there. I think I would have to subscribe to her own. Simon, phones. you don't need to say hello. You can hear us talking. It's that simple. Okay, I can hear you now. Yeah, but, things are getting better. Whatever problems she had or whatever, I think she's in an amazing place and could be bigger than Madonna. Like, I don't see why her trajectory will slow down or anything. You know what I mean? You're not going to like this very much, but I really like the song Wrecking Ball. Why do I not like that? I don't, I don't know. Music I just, is to each, I just to each their own. I like that song too. I don't love her song Malibu. I don't know that song. That's the song that Joe brought up. Oh. So I listened to it. I like Wrecking Ball. And did you ever see the thing where, <laughs> where, um, maybe it was that, uh, maybe it was on Jimmy Fallon, or maybe it was that show that spun off Jimmy Fallon, where they do the lip syncing, and um, what's her name? Uh, I'm never going to remember. From Batman there. The girl from Batman. Um, Catwoman. Michelle Pfeiffer. No. <laughs> from the newest <laughs> from the newest Batman. I'm I know. Sorry. I was there too. From, I was like. From, Mich- the, from the newest one. The brunette there. Oh. oh uh, the skinny one. What the fuck is her name? Yeah. Whatever her name is, she is. God, how old are we? She's competing against uh, the guy from The Office's wife, Krasinski's wife, who's so hot, by the way. Yeah, Krasinski's wife is uh, the British one. Yeah. What's her name? So they're really good Holy friends. Fuck, how old are we? Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Thank you. She comes out. She does Wrecking Ball, and she actually comes out in her undies on the Wrecking Ball. It's really funny, man. Mm-hmm. I like that song too, bro. Yeah. Anyways. I like that song too, and bro. She's super hot, so we'll just whatever, man. Did you had any of you seen her version of Jolene by any chance? Yep, I, I like Miley. I, like I, I fuck with her. I did not like Hannah Montana at all. I thought it was super annoying. Well, yeah, but we're old. There's no way we were ever going to see Hannah. Like, but, how old were you but when what it came I'm out? Saying, my sister watched it or whatever. I, I don't my even know. I, I did not watch it. It was terrible. It's I knew it existed. Show. Thought it was terrible. And in my head, I was like, there's no way I'll ever like Miley Cyrus because this is garbage. But as her solo career has come out, I, I like her. There's a show that was like Miley Cyrus that's even worse than Miley Cyrus. Was just a Waverly? No, it was this one where it was, uh, fuck, what's, it's terrible. It doesn't even matter. So I had to watch it because of my daughter, but it was like. But for someone who's growing up in the spotlight and transition, go Miley, go. Um, I thought it, it was funny when she said, you know what? I'll do a lot of things, but I won't fuck dead guys. And she didn't obviously mean. Um, yeah, if we're done, you're bodies. dead to me. If you're done, we're dead to me. And right. Joe's response, whoa. And then gave her a bunch of advice yeah, yeah, about yeah, of how course. that wasn't the right way to be. And Just but, don't read the comments, Miley. That's all you wanted to say. I thought the most interesting thing was um, she confirmed my suspicion that TikTok is now the music industry. Mm-hmm. Its own label and stuff, which yeah. which I thought which I thought it was when it started, but it's like blatant. Unless she she sort of 
seemed like she was leaking information that didn't have to be known, but she's like, I'm telling you, I don't care. I think Joe loved it when um, <laughs> when he found out that she got hit in the head. Because then... Oh, he's like, oh, broken people, that's perfect. Right in the Kinnison. Yeah. yeah, Roseanne Barr. Yeah, she's right there. Yeah, Feeds his fire. Okay. Um, uh, that's a bad conspiracy theory, and I thought it was interesting her talking about uh, something I'd absolutely never thought about as an artist. How like, because I know how artists work. I'm not one myself, but I know that a lot of the time, like Simon, you're an artist. You might paint something, and then six months later look at it and be like, "Shit, I would never release that garbage." I two or you seconds might, after fine, I but it, I do but that. even the thing you like the most, like you might look at, you might actually paint something, look at it, and go. I like that. And then six months later, be like garbage. And yeah. it's, you know, it, it's interesting with music because you want to release something relevant and the world moves so fast now that, you know, you could record something and by the time it gets to the ears of people, it's not even relevant anymore because mm-hmm. it, it, you know, so much has happened in the, in the time that's passed. Like you could, you could have recorded a song in December that was very poignant about, you know, 2019 and everything that was going on and, you know, you release it. That was the best year yet. Yeah, yeah. And you release, yeah, you know, and it releases in April of 2020. And it's just so fucking yeah, tone no, dead. And probably like, not releasing that. But that's what I'm saying is it's interesting now that, you know, I mean, now it's totally different because you can release something day of. Well, yeah, that's half the reason I um, even post any art on Instagram mm-hmm. is because it it's like an exercise in forcing me to release surrender things yeah. yeah to not be so attached and so i don't know whatever man not that anybody looks at it anyways but it's something well it's part of the reason i actually print photos occasionally because most people just take photos and then put them on instagram mm-hmm. and first of all photos when you actually print them they look much different than they do on that little screen so it's you can actually judge your work a lot better by something you print and mm-hmm. going oh you know what this doesn't this doesn't really look that great kind of blown up. Whereas on the little screen, everything, you know, oh, it's a little, little tidier there. Maybe the colors look better or whatever it may be, but it's kind of the same, I guess, kind of. Working on the iPad though is um, like uh, tearing down a lot of uh, curtains for me. Curtains, like things, people I thought, oh my God, how did they do that? Yeah, because like, oh, now you wait. I, oh, they just I'm multiplied seeing, it 150 times. I'm seeing behind, well, especially with, uh, there's something I just figured out that you can that you do. can zoom the fuck in. Well, no, that I knew okay. all along. But no, no, you can mirror your image. Yep. So just draw one side and it doubles it on the other. Like I always wondered how people can get things so perfect, yeah. you know? So, and also, you know how the new trend is like, um, it's like this kind of cartoony version of like a person, but it, it's all has this kind of same style to it. You see it on cards a lot of like celebrities. No, you don't know what I'm No, about. I don't. Sorry. I'm not, Anyways. I'm trying. I think there's like a filter on Instagram that might even do it where it like turns you into a cartoon. Okay. Do, do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. You use Instagram. I, I, I know what you're talking about. Anyways, it's because with these programs, you can literally just like import photos in and then manipulate that however you want, take the photo out and nobody knows, nobody's the wiser, you know? I mean, people are the wiser, obviously, but. 
I mean, Simon, you can do art in Photoshop. It lets you cheat. Well, y- yes, I know. I, I can't. That's a whole different scale. No, I'm not. But I'm saying there's art, you know, like there's visual artists that work solely Oh, no, within- no, no, for sure. But the beauty of the Procreate on the iPad is that it's like as close to drawing as drawing is. It's, it's literally like drawing on paper, except you then have all the Photoshop tricks but even a dummy can do them because you don't have to know any yeah, yeah. computer shit at all. Like I'm illiterate and this thing has changed my life, you know? Sorry, I don't, it's enough. We're done. No, no, no. I have to send you, there's a, there's a Japanese gentleman that does art solely using Excel. Oh my God, that must be crazy. And intricate, like Not insane, art, like real insane art? intricate Japanese, like traditional style art using Excel only. Cool really weird yeah no i'd like to see that i mean people do some crazy shit i've seen people who work in fucking jelly beans you know and then yeah when you extrapolate it out it's this perfect person's face or i saw somebody doing rubik's cubes rubik's cubes um i saw another one that was crazy though the, anyways it doesn't matter it doesn't matter i'm done with miley by the way i really didn't have a lot for that episode because it was just joe playing daddy father figure and i think there's something wrong with me because like i said i wanted the Post Malone podcast to be like this, and the Miley Cyrus to be the, the Post Malone. Yeah. Just silly and whatever. Like, well, instead of getting into the, the deep stuff. Again, I mean, sorry, go ahead. No, just real quick. I was going to say, her coming on, like, I realized right away, I was like, oh, this isn't. I thought it was going to be like that. I thought she was going to come on and maybe do some mushrooms and smoke a ton of fucking dope. And then to hear her raspy ass voice and hear her, like, now nah, I'm not doing anything. Everyone's quitting weed all of a sudden. It's fucking like everyone that, was, that came on. This week was like, no, nah, no weed. No more weed. Bad weed. I was like, okay, this is a weird fucking week on Joe. The next episode is the weirdest to me. It's oh, the we're biggest, get one of there. the biggest juxtapositions ever on Rogan. Let's get there then. Well, yeah, let's do it. Let's rate this shit. I uh, I feel like we did no service to okay, young Miley, on. but that's fine. No, 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 no. Let me see. Let Listen, me see. I'm just... We're not going to talk about the advice. Like it, it, it was what it was. I'm surprised at the backlash. I look forward to random guests like Miley Cyrus in the future, like who knows who it could be. I didn't hate it. I just thought she had a, she was way more candid with the Call Her Daddy mm-hmm. podcast. Cause, Cause they're both women. It was, it, they were both women and she was just, she was way more confident and not like, I don't know, it was just different. Let me ask and you I this. Both of them. Did, so neither of you, neither of you think that Spotify had their hand in this? No. So I mean, you kind of did. I mean, I what I said was I think this will open up more singers to Joe. That's I think that's the truth. Thank you. No just matter brought, what, you know. I was gonna say personally for me, unless they're in the rap industry, I'm I'm pretty much done with musical artists on this podcast. You never know. You could always. You be never surprised. know. You could always get um, David Lee Roth. Was that who it was? What the Japanese? No, yeah. or the Black Keys, or whatever. Oh, the, I did you, give the Black you guys Keys a five. That a lot more than I, I gave did. the or Black Keys. Billy a Corrigan, five. which we'll do as a throwback one day, maybe. The Smashing Pumpkins guy. Just you go in with a expectation, and they completely are different or whatever, and it, 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 you I've, never know. I've Can't never listened to the Billy Corgan one because every time I go to listen to it, I end up finding the Billy Corbin one, and then listening to the Cocaine Cowboys, and I never get there. Well, we'll do it as a throwback on the Patreon only. <laughs> um, there was one point where Miley was like, um, you know, people misjudge me and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, 
No, I, I don't know about that, buddy, sweetie. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're selling your sexuality out there in a huge way. That's what people are judging you on. They're judging you correctly. That's what you're doing. You've admitted it. We know it. It's fine. I'm not, I'm not do it all the power to you, but then don't come on and say people misjudge me. I'm, uh, you know, like, yeah. When you do a Keith Richardson, when you do a Keith Richardson photo shoot, is that his name? The, who's that dirty old photographer? I got to find his fucking name. Yeah. Me too. I think he did get me too. That's my point. But like the black and white one there, he did photos of her. Like there, he, he did a Supreme photo shoot with her when she was like young. That was, that had to fall into the borderline or questionable. It was like Podesta territory. Uh, who's that? John Podesta. Miley. Hold on. Miley Cyrus. You know him. Keith. What's his, is, is it Richardson? No. No, Keith Richardson is the guy from the Rolling Stones. No, that's he? Keith Richards. Miley Cyrus Supreme. Keith. Terry Richardson. Terry Keith Richardson. Richards. But like, Keith look Richard at these did. photos, Simon. They're, uh, like, Provocative. she's, yeah, she's young here. And these are, and this guy is like a, this guy's a real dirtbag. But like, listen, she, holy fuck. <laughs> and wait till you see the guy taking these photos. Like he is. Listen, she grew up in Disney. She ran into a lot of skeezy dirt bikes. I know exactly who this fuck yeah, Terry is. Terry Richardson man. is. Yeah, I know you did. That's why I was. Yeah, he's so he's uh, like, look at all the photos he took of her. They're all. Wasn't he Epstein's personal photographer? Don't know. I just made that up, but it could be true. I don't like when you look at me like that, Kamar. Yeah, stop showing me these pictures. I don't like <laughs> yeah, this could be illegal. As okay, far, well, let's rate it. As then. far as child stars go, I think this is as good as he can turn out. But that must be wrecking ball time, Matt. She can't be that just, young. Just there. gently pass that to him. Short hair. Just for a second. <laughs> don't, just gently pass don't it. Don't gently him. pass it. Just gently pass anything. it to him for a second. Just one second. Just gently pass it to him. See, you're selling your sexuality. That's what I mean. But Nobody the, yeah, is I'm misjudging backing you. Up. I'm there backing you up. There is no one point where you have been misjudged for your sexuality. But she may be young enough that said, no, Miley, this would be cool. Like, I don't know. Who, who knows? I think what her point might have been, Simon, is that like, I think her point was like, I was taught that this was feminism when I was young, and now I'm doing it, and I'm being told I'm the opposite. You think okay, that's maybe... That I can deal with. Because I think I think it's confusing, because I'm... I'm I, if, if that's how she's framing it, and maybe I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt, I might agree with her. Like certain people, because she's very left, and people on the left always told her, hey, this is feminism. Yeah. Do this. Show your pussy. Show your tits. If you feel comfortable, go out and do that shit. And then she does it, and people are like, you're not a good role model. We don't want you near my... You know what I mean? Yeah. That sort of... I guess my point... Yes, I totally agree with you, but you can't swing in on a on a wrecking ball in your underwear and then turn around and say, don't stare at my ass, you know? But I never got that from her. I didn't get that at all from her. And if anything, she's like, please look at this great ass while I have it. Maybe. Anyway, I guess we'll rate it. I'm sorry. Mar, I can tell tell we're done. No, I would be be stretching for any more. Okay. Well, we'll start with you then, Simon. I will give this one a three. Okay. Come on. And I'll qualify that by saying I think she did a really good job. I would give her a four, but I can't give the podcast a four. I think the podcast suffered by the way it turned out. But she was she was fucking terrific, man. Kamar, I'm surprised by all the vitriol online. I give this a three only because I saw it in another interview, and it was it was just a, it was a better even interview. more impressive. So, 
I give it a three. No, no knock at Miley. Just the merit of the podcast itself wasn't a wasn't an, an an entirely impressive listen. I wouldn't suggest like, I mean, if you're hurting and you're at work and you're you know, if you want to decide how you feel about Miley size, I think this is a good snapshot of who she is at this time in her life. And oh, she comes out judge this, based on that, not on photos, uh, whatever you hear in tabloids. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Either way, Miley Cyrus gets a five. The episode gets three Jamie Vernons. Did we have an agreement there? Everyone gave it three? Malibu. Wow, okay, an agreement. All right, Hit let's... the button, Matt. 15.32? Am I right there? I don't know. 15.32, I believe. Mike Tyson. Yeah, 32. Michael J. Tyson. So I ha- The J stands for jab. Can I start? Yeah, go. I have a weird, I always had a weird sort of back and forth with Mike Tyson. And at the beginning of this episode, I began having my weird back and forth where I was like, you know, it's tough because this guy is a convicted rapist. But you're like, but he's paid his debt to society and he seems like he's turned a real leaf. And then, and you sit there and you listen to him and you see him talk and, and you hear him laugh and you're like, yeah, I'm wrong. I ha- you have to give people a second chance. It was a long time ago. He had a fucked up past. And then out of nowhere, he go- he says, the thought of hurting someone gives me an erection, Joe. And out of the blue, all of a sudden, I I, I went, I was like, oh, maybe, maybe I'm back to where I was with him. Like, and then- I think you're paraphrasing what he said. Oh no, I have it written down. Yes. So yeah, if you want, if you want, I can dictate it to you word for word. Please do, stenographer, because I'd like to know. Because then, Kamar, I'd like to say this took a turn real quick right here. I also wait before you it say it was bad from the start. It, you're you're misinter you're misremembering. Am I okay? Yeah. Okay, but can I say this too? You absolutely more than David Blaine. You have to watch this one. Did you watch it? I have did not. Okay, so you guys are both going to have to go back. You miss probably 50% of this episode if you don't watch it. Where Mike stops Joe from laughing? So No, just the the weird, like, there's times where Mike says something that he, that he feels is very serious. Joe knows he's serious, but is laughing out of like a weird, it's weird to hear Mike Tyson say it. Uh, it's weird how like serious he is about it. And so his he has this nervous laugh, and then the look on Mike's face, and Jamie's doing great with the camera work on this, because sometimes the deadpan looks. Do you know when sometimes there's a silence and you have to look at your phone to be like, did it stop or yep. did I? Yep. So there was a few of those in this, dude. It doesn't happen in video. It shouldn't happen in video where you go, did it? Did it free? Mike Tyson is made of stone. There's it's. Go ahead. I want you to go back and listen to this episode okay. and mark down the amount of times that Joe yeah. starts a sentence with, I am so excited for this fight. The reason he has to do that is exactly what you're saying. There are so many weird dead end answers that he has no choice. But he's like, oh my fuck, I'm fucked here. He's like, I'm just so excited for this fight, Mike. Like it happens all the time. Now read Anyways, back. Yes, please. Now read back. Exactly so what it he says. starts because he had just told Joe that hurting people can be orgasmic. Okay. So okay. I was pretty bang on there. That's what he said. Then he says to Joe. It can give me an erection. Wait. Sorry. He says, hey, 
What does it mean when fighting gets you erect? That's what I meant, paraphrasing. Oh, well, listen, if you're getting mad at him for paraphrasing. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just, it's different. It's the same. <laughs> getting ready for a fight turns him on. Well. Hurting people is orgasmic. Okay, here's my problem, though. Is like, And I don't math the But Wait, but here's my problem. This is my, this is my issue is Joe does his absolute best to dig him out of the little hole or the big hole that he's just dug himself into. And it's so weird. Joe is like, no, Mike, I, I, I get what you're saying. What you're saying is this. And Mike looks at him. And again, this is where you need to fucking watch it. Mike looks at him and with the, one of the scariest looks ever in that studio, looks at him and goes, no, you don't understand. And I thought you were smart. Dude, I was like, oh, I was like, holy fuck. Only Joe Rogan could do this interview. I thought to myself, Jamie right now is clutching the desk. Or clutching his gun. Dude, yeah, like honestly. He's like a old saloon yeah, guy. The, yeah, he's, he's got, got the got, shotgun under the saying. thing on a fucking divot or on a swivel. Dude, it was like, I thought to myself, I could never. <laughs> I mean, I always knew in my head, I'm not the type. I couldn't interview Mike Tyson. You have to be a type A personality to do it like a real true alpha male to oh, yeah. interview. He'd tell you that he wanted to eat your children and that he'd For fuck sure. you like a bitch. Yeah. Um, he, he had said that. Can I? Yeah, I know. I, I wasn't paraphrasing there, Kamar. No. Um, can I just throw something out there? Sure. Just a little conspiracy theory that I came up with all on my own to start this episode. Why not, Simon? Why let's not? Give you your, okay. Let's give you your five. It'll only take one. Mike Tyson, I know, I said a million times this thing. You see, I don't even want to say this because I'm afraid of Mike Tyson. I'm with Matt. I find him so terrifying right now because he has flipped the fucking switch. In From his the last time, because we were where he Mike was Tyson the once. nicest dude ever. I wanted to go to the ranch and a smoke change weed has with come. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So all that being said, sorry, Mike. Um, what if just okay? Mike had invested a lot of money into the Tyson Ranch. I'm not sure if it's open yet or not. If it's not open yet, that's a problem. If it is open, I imagine that COVID has taken a massive toll on tourism and a big venture like that. What if Mike really does need the money and he's having to fight to make that happen? The reason I'm saying this is because I don't think Mike wants to fight. I think he tried to convince Joe that he wants to fight. And I agree that he has to put himself in a place where he can fight. He's becoming this mean, mean guy. I don't think he wants he's to do it. He's himself up for it. I don't think he wants to do Did it. Did he say he's $40 million all, for charity or something? Okay. Here's where the conspiracy comes in. It, that could be true. We also know that the way charities work is not always on the level. We also know Wait, that... Hold on, to cut you off. We also know that he came up under Don King. Yeah. So he, if anyone knows how to fucking... He's starting uh, the legends of sports, which we're going to get to in a second because I actually think that's a really good idea. Um, but so this could be, even if he's not making all the money from this, maybe he's making some, but then it's going to push this new venture forward. Or I had another, um, anyways, point is, I don't think Mike wants to fight. I think Mike's in a position where he has to fight. And look how many guys he looked to fight before they settled on. I don't Roy think he looked Jones. to fight. I think someone said, you want to make 40 million to fight Bob Sapp? And then 
it became convoluted. I don't think it was him. I think it was a promoter. Oh, that fell through and they... What I'm saying is they offered him seven different guys. If it was Mike and Evander and he had to fix the past, he wanted to make up for the fact that he bit the dude's ear off, I would get that. This is just him fighting anybody who's willing to fight. So that, yeah, that's interesting because when it would announce, we had talked about on a post, Joe, that this fight was happening. And I was like, what is the motivation? Does he need the money? Because that'd be suck if that's why he's doing it. Yeah. And I, I guess I believed him when he said it's for charity and he's doing the right thing. But uh, the more you guys are talking, the more I'm realizing yeah. it did sort of devolve into this weird fucking thing. Dude. Let me Sorry, ask you this ahead. just real quick. How do you think Brennan Schaub feels? What? Explain. Well, you're sitting in that same studio. You're in your 30s. You're a fit young man. Joe Rogan <laughs> tells you absolutely beyond a reasonable doubt have to hang it up. Mike Tyson comes in there at 54, a year older than Joe, and Joe's like, dude, I can't tell you how excited I am. Not, only, not only is Joe excited about this fight, Joe's excited about a new career, maybe getting back in the ring with Tyson Fury or whoever, and like to fight for a title. I was yeah. like, "This is this is yeah, I, that yeah. that." And all, the more thing about this fair, is very in fucking all rotten. fairness to uh, Joe, sure. If Brendan Schaub could hit a bag like Mike Tyson could, maybe oh, he'd be having whoa. a different conversation. That being said, though, I I I like Mike Tyson when he was like, uh, "Yeah, so Mike, when I saw you hit those bags," and he's like, "I was in." Bed for two weeks after that yeah that was funny. and everyone thought like oh he's so crazy but he was like all, he all, gave it all in that second i was in bed for two weeks <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you something though the last time mike was on i really genuinely finished that podcast and was like dude i i was with matt i was like i have a weird relationship because i've watched this guy go through everything yep. this was yep. my yep. wheelhouse yep. you know but after listening to him on joe i was like this is a really cool guy who's done DMT a bunch of times, who is like trying to figure himself out, who understands that if he fights, he becomes a horrible person and then just goes and does it. Like either, either it's what I said, which is he absolutely needs the cash or I just, uh, maybe he's just not like, you know, like maybe he's be, got could be something, something bad in him. But Can I offer something up? Yeah. Maybe potentially... He's done all these drugs. Like he does a lot of mushrooms, DMT, smokes a lot of weed. Maybe he's gone on enough trips that at the end of it, he's come to the conclusion that he's like, I am exactly what I am and I cannot pretend to be something else. I can't, I am, I have this like murderous, I get erect when I fight. Like I'm just like, dude, even listening to him talk when he's like, you know, I don't want to freak out on my kids and my wife. Like, dude, that shit fucking scared me. Because it's one thing thinking about like your your average angry fucking dad and like how they could snap. Imagine Mike Tyson is the angry dad in your house. Like, yeah, talk to Lisa Bonet. No, I, I, listen, I know, but I'm just saying, like, it's you know that's fucking. But it's is that the right was that the right reference? I don't no, think so. It was, um, Robin Givens. Yeah, Robin. but it's. Po- <laughs> I knew what you. I, I knew so you meant. I knew, oh my god! It's <laughs> it's possible. I know. I was like, I don't think it was her, but uh, it's possible he is uh, fighting because he doesn't want to challenge himself. Like uh, he got bored of what he's doing, and like possibly does want to, um, possibly give money to charity or, or, or is philanthropic, and it's for a good thing. TMP. But he does know, like he was saying, you have to have this mindset. More than being in shape, more than being physically ready, you have to 
want to destroy the person. So yeah. he's just revert his old way. Like, this is what I got to do if Mike, to get in the ring. If Mike was, I'm sorry to interrupt you. If Mike was um, secure financially, I, I truly believe, dude, he was living the fucking life. The guy was opening Mike Tyson's weed ranch. So can I argue something, though? I mean, you know, Joe Budden spoke about it in his whole anti-Spotify rant about how he was like, after you make the first million, it really is easy. The rest of them just come to you. Like, I don't, now that Mike Tyson's turned himself around, I don't know that it's that tough for him to make money or find investors for something. Like, he actually, I, I don't know. His name has a lot of carry and a lot of things. I don't think that he'd have to necessarily fight no, to make money. No, I think money. they offered him 40 mil. And I think you, you don't turn down money like that. I get it. But I also think that, look, if, if, well, I, I don't want to look to. I don't know what Can his I ask you financials a are. Would I don't you? Know. Would you fight Mike Tyson in November for forty million dollars? No, fuck no. Oh, for forty million dollars? Um, I would. I would maybe too. now, yeah, not in no, his prime. I would. I oh would. no! Oh, no! Whoa! 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 Take it down a fucking peg. <laughs> I never. I'm talking about now. No, but wait a second. You would just granted. It's Mike Tyson. You're going to take the worst beating a person has ever took. You may never speak again. But it's 40 mil. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. To give to your family. Yeah. To, for your funeral. I, I really, do you think they're going to let you die in the ring? I don't well, think they're going to let Mike Tyson I fully fight you. him. Yeah. Yeah. I would fight him. I, I will say him. this. I don't after have to listening, think about it. I'd fight him. After listening to this podcast, I'm fully aware that Mike Tyson is going to try to kill me in that ring. Yeah, probably. You, your best bet will be to not fight. Just duck and take your or uh fetal and take your money yeah i think one of the things that happened is we had that mike tyson on the first time around who we all thought wow you know even though he's a rapist reformist he's a smoke weed and we went to bed and lived our lives with mike tyson that way then this fight thing comes up and we wonder and like i said he's had to put his head in the only thing that will tell us what really happens is if the fight's a complete fucking farce like it's just pathetic or is it an amazing fight and they both hug because he says he's friends with Roy, Roy, Roy Jones Jr. Like I'm, I'm just trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, no, and, and I hear you. Maybe, well, maybe, maybe they have an, a, maybe they have a gentleman's agreement. Like maybe they're both in their fifties and he's like, Roy, you need money. I need money. You think we can go out and fucking fake it for five rounds? Like, and also you got to take a page out of um, money Mayweather's book. Like, he's got to become unlikable. Like, you know what I mean? But maybe the first episode just spoiled us to Mike Tyson. And that was just Mike sedu sed sedated on weed. But if we had... Because, look, if, if, Mike Ty if we had never had that interview, I wouldn't hate this one so much. I would have thought this was okay because he still talked he about still doing DMT. It. He still, Mushrooms. but he had Mike Tyson in him and I would have been like, okay, that's Mike Tyson. You know what I mean? But we heard him as a different man. So you have a tale of two Mike's. It's just too much of a juxtaposition for me. But that's it. So listening to this, let me ask you, do you think Mike Tyson was born a little bit fucking loopy? Or do you think that all the shit that happened to him as a kid is just irre irreparable? I'm going to tell you something. I'm being totally serious. I hope. You're I think often serious. I'm very rarely serious. <laughs> okay. I think Mike Tyson. Or I think weed saved Mike Tyson, and I think if he had had major weed as a kid, he would have been better. Maybe as a teenager, or some way he had he his only outlet was fighting, fighting in birds. That can't be, you know. Like there's got to be more to it. Maybe Speaking if he was doing mushrooms back in the day, that would have been. 
Back to weed and kids, because Miley Cyrus and the... Did you hear about Johnny Depp? I'm sure you I'm sure you did, Kamar. I've not heard about Johnny Depp. So Johnny Depp, there was some, like, I guess because they're having the divorce trial or they're having some sort of trial with the Amber Heard thing. Yeah, she's getting in trouble. So it came out that he, I guess, offered his 15-year-old daughter weed. That was the allegation. Like, that was the big headline was that Johnny Depp offered his underage... It came out in the um, transcripts that what he had said was he went to her and was like, listen, I don't know what you're going to do out there. All I know is this. If you're going to decide to do drugs or smoke a joint, I would much rather you came to me. I can get you weed. A classic. I can get you some like what I know to be good weed that is not tainted. And then you can try it here at home where I can observe you and make sure that you're safe in this and that. And everyone blew it up and was like, this guy's a fucking piece of shit. What a terrible human. And again, I was looking at it like, I don't really see the problem here. I don't, I mean, I, I'm i not for people. Well, that's a natural. We don't want you to get drunk. I'd rather get drunk at let home. Me, let me give drunk. you a good example, and I'll tell you why I could see it going both ways, okay? Sure. So my, well, cocaine. my son is, I don't know, whatever. He can't have gluten or something. And we just found this out. And oh, so he's a pussy. Anyways, <laughs> he actually has like a, a yeah, yeah, he's got a celiac. It's he's not a celiac. It's some okay, I he has an autoimmune disorder. Okay. Anyways, um he was out with his friends drinking one night and we he came home and I could obviously see that he had been drinking and I was like, "What are you drinking?" and he told me and I'm like, "Well, that's really bad fucking, for your yeah. stomach." I said, "Listen, if you're going to be drinking, at least let me go buy you um something that's good for your stomach." Right, like... A uh, potato vodka or something. Or it's those stupid ones there. The White Claws are actually good. They, they're they gluten-free or something. So fine. Like, listen, I don't love doing it. You know what I mean? But I'd rather... Look, I know he's out there drinking, obviously. I First of all, I'd rather him drinking this than hard liquor, which he was drinking, because these are way more manageable. But besides the fact, I'm more worried about this other problem he has... But then, so the other day he's going out and he says, hey, dad, can you go get me this? And I'm like, well, this is the problem. You know what I mean? Because I'm trying to help you, but I'm not your fucking. Yeah, I'm not your uh, pusher, man. I'm not your guy, you know? So, so you see what I'm saying, Maddie? Like, that's the, no, and I the get rub. It. Well, no, it's also too, like, imagine if your daughter comes to you and is like, so uh, I'm going to bang out some rails tonight. You know, like, what? Yeah. Like, well, I'm going to do cocaine. Well, do you want me to buy like, it at the club? All my, yeah, all my <laughs> friends are doing cocaine tonight. So why don't me and you maybe just sit here and bang out a few rails and listen to some Jethro Tull and have some conspiracy talks? Like, it, it's like, Maddie, here's another good example. Um, I obviously, my daughter is old now, but at some point I knew that she was, you know, whatever, dating people. And my wife took her to get her birth control. I don't want to know about it. Like, I want to know what happened, but I don't want to know anything more than that, you know? Yeah, fuck no. Did you think uh, when uh, Joe asked um, Mike about, describe, describe a day of Mike Tyson, he was literally going to tell him every minute of, like, yeah. he was so literally, like, well, I walk, up, I walk upstairs. and I'm, I wake I'm, up, I'm, 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 I yawn, I usually say hello to my wife, I, I take two steps I out of bed. three times. Yeah. Okay, let's skip to after breakfast. <laughs> so at the, at, at, only at that point, because I was interested, I was like, I don't know if everything's right here. Like this is this is just too literal, and it was sort of weird. I just I don't like fighting, so all that stuff I just found annoying. Listening to your guys' input, and I'm like, oh, 
I'm thinking through different eyes. I liked it when they were talking about the uh, conquers and all that stuff. But even that was so weird. It was you have to so admit. hostile. It was so hostile. But not even hostile. Like Joe was like, "Have you ever heard of Genghis Khan?" And then Mike, like, like literally, like it was like it was like, "Your Honor," like you're saying, "Your Honor, can I treat the guests as hostile?" Like, yes, you may. Like his name was his actual name was Fango. Yeah. And what he did was, <laughs> and then he went into this weird like. It was fucking weird. But you, that's the way I saw it. I wasn't listening or I wasn't watching, but sorry, Kamar. But that's the way I saw it in my head was like, um, Mike was like staring Joe in the face when he asked him if he knew about, Gang oh, do I know about Genghis Khan? Looking at him, I'm waiting for him to say something. And if he said something, he was going to kill him. Strap, strap in, Joe. <laughs> Had they sort of trickled in and talked about the fight and then just talked about that, it would have been great. You guys have never watched the hot box? His podcast. I've seen it before. There's moments dead. where he just goes dead serious. It's joke in the room and he just switches. So it, it's not like completely. Uh, yeah, it's not why brand. acting like this. There's times where like he's eating cereal in the middle I of an know, interview and gets like, no, no, that's, that's a stupid idea or, or whatever he does. So it's not completely foreign to me, this action. And I'm wanting to tell myself. He's in a mindset of a killer right now because he's fighting in yeah. six weeks. You know what it is, though, Kamara? And I think this is it. I think in my head I just nailed it, is that weed gives Mike Tyson a sense of humor. And without weed, Mike has no sense of humor. He's so straight that when Joe tried to make a joke, or not even a joke, because Joe's smart enough to not joke with Mike Tyson, but even to be like... I'm telling you, please, just tonight... Go. I will. I will. I'll, pick. I'll, pick. One hundred percent. Pick any fifteen minutes. Just slide the slider to anywhere that you want, and just visually watch Mike's face for fifteen minutes. It's really off-putting. So I now let's to. say some good things about Mike Tyson. I think his idea for the League of Legends, the Legends League, because <coughs> it can't be League of Legends. That's taken yeah. already. I mean, it kind of sounded though to me. Maybe I'm wrong. Like Mike was just like. I'd really like to just watch some men sports athletes beat up on some women, not physically beat up on them. No, but no, 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 no. Most of it that he just gave the example of the guy versus Rovers. the girl. Yeah, yeah. Magic versus bird. We could have that tomorrow. Don't tell me you wouldn't want to watch that. Yeah, but you don't want washed up. Is that what it is? It's all washed up. They're all the legends of the sports oh, yeah. who are playing. Out. And no, I love no, it, man. Desperate. I love it. It's desperate not. Times. It is not desperate. It is. Everybody yeah. is cool to be involved. Well, you no, know no. what? In your defense, there's the Champions League or whatever the Champions Tour in uh, in golf. golf. So, it's the same thing. Hold on, golf is already an old person sport. It's here, totally different. I'll tell yeah, you totally how. Different. I'll tell you how no. you're taking advantage. No. Okay, hold on. Just let me let me say my piece. There was a, a show that they did where they brought like athletes on to compete against like people yeah, and pros versus joes that was ridiculous that was they, incredible they weren't even playing in their own sports that was way better than what they weren't even playing in their own sports no, but it's own good against someone average this is two legends of a sport playing against each other i think it's brilliant they should just call it arthritis versus no. arthritis no. like it's yeah. you you watch the nba here's what i would the like the time. simon what you really want is this and i'm with you what you really want but we can't have is Michael Jordan against LeBron. You want, uh, you know, magic against, you want all these things that you couldn't have. We can't have that. What you really want, and I'd be more down for, would be like, okay, since we can't decide who the real best basketball player is, right now, why don't we just have one-on-ones? 
Like, that'd be great. Like, if you could have a show where you're like, who do you think the best basketball player is? I think it's LeBron. All right, well, I think it's KD. No, I, I de- you're not going to dissuade me. I think it's a good idea. I think that having two old boxers fight each other would be fun. Well, I think having two basketball players play each other would be fun. I could think of a thousand good tennis matchups. Like, name a sport. May- I can no, make it's, this it's, happen. It's just, it's just you know? slower. Well, what I'll say to you is this fight may be a farce. We have, we'll see what, like, maybe he kills Roy Rolls Jr. Or he gets knocked out. That'd be amazing if he got knocked out. And what that makes him do, like, does that make him angry? Or just like, fuck, I shouldn't have fought. Imagine he gets knocked out and he loses the lisp. Like, he comes out just like, actually, I think the fight went really well. (laughs) How how is he going to fight Tyson Fury? (laughs) That's never happened. That's, that has nothing to do with anything. But that, that is like Jordan fighting LeBron. But yeah. that, that was on the list. He said it. I know it was on the list. Again, I think that's someone, that's like Eddie Hearn saying, what if we got $150 million together? And and obviously Tyson Fury is going to do it. And obviously Mike Tyson would do it. But it wouldn't, you mean, would do it. it wouldn't mean anything to anyone though. Like, would it, like, let's say Tyson Fury knocks out Mike Tyson. Does that really, in your head, cement Tyson Fury as the best heavyweight ever because he knocked out Mike Tyson? No, it doesn't. Actually, why are you fighting an old dude? That's precisely it. Actually, he's pretty old, though. I mean, keep in mind, if Mike Tyson knocks out Tyson Fury, then I think now that cements... Now fight Deontay Wilder. Well, no, but that, why? Deontay Wilder's already out of the conversation. But Is he? There's clips actually. There's clips online of like how bad a boxer Deontay Wilder actually is. We never is. said he was a good boxer, he, he, but the he, guy I know it's all power. I, out from anywhere. I get it. I understand, but yeah, if you watch all his fights, like his his all, all nothing burger after nothing burger after nothing burger. His burger highlight then. reels aren't fucking twelve punch combos. They're oh, one I understand. Punch knockouts. I'm and, just saying. Um, so what I'm trying to say is this fight is a spectacle. Yeah. Or or whatever it is. It's a bearded and lady. Depending what. Yeah. I. Right now, it appears to be that. And only after this fight will I be able to form a full opinion on what happened here. I've got to watch yours. But speaking of fights and spectacles, uh, Rocky Three, uh, Apollo Creed fights a Russian in an exhibition game. He gets killed, and so Rocky has to dust it off, and it's another spectacle fight. And so for the movie game, I chose Rocky Three. Oh, my God. At least we should have gone Rocky Four. That's with the Russian. No, Rocky Three is with the Russian. No, Rocky Three is with Apollo. I oh, think. then I'm yeah. doing Rocky Four. Sorry. I think Rocky Four is with. No, you may be right. You may be right, Kamar. I may be wrong. It doesn't matter. I don't have a chance either it, way. It's a so. spectacle of a fight. But tell me which one it is with the Russian. With Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Um. So and while he's looking that up, I think the next fight. Or All right. Here, hold on, real quick. We before we be do this, about. before we do this, I'm gonna make. Um. Since everyone's always honest on the podcast, I'm gonna make a little bit of a. Is it an omission? Whatever. I'm just going to be honest. I've never. That's not an omission. I've never seen any of the Rockies. You've never seen a Rocky movie? I knew that was coming. What is wrong with you? I have to be honest, too. I was wrong. It's Rocky Four. Yes, baby. Thank you, Simon. Yeah, yeah. Nice boom, work. But boom. that's the movie. Dolph Lundgren. I'll still lose. But <laughs> boom, boom. Yeah, I've never. As crazy as it is, like, I've seen enough clips and I understand all the You reference. have never seen Rocky One or Rocky Four. Never seen any of the Rocky movies. You've Creed. never seen Mr. T. You are. What is going on? You have to watch. No, those. I think Crazy, it's a generational huh? thing. Yeah, he's but younger. What about than me, when you saw Eddie Murphy joke about it? That wasn't enough to make. I mean, it, again, like I said, it? I've I understand enough of the references. I've seen, like I think I've been in the room while Rocky's been on. You know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah. I've never. Um, so yeah, you know what the next fight should be. Go on. Which we found out is Mike Tyson's arch nemesis, and I never knew this. Sea biscuit. Kale. 
Oh. He fucking hates Kale. He thinks Kale will kill him. Like I said, this the only thing that can beat Mike Tyson is kale. This how are you going to eat a fight, cr- crunchy lettuce? This Joe? fight appears. <laughs> he said it'll kill me. <laughs> this fight appears to be a cash grab spectacle. Mike said there's some philanthropic thing beside it. Rocky Four is a story of oh, yeah, Rocky. Apollo Creed fighting the Russian heavyweight Dolph Lundgren. Where he subsequently passes away during the fight, and Rocky has to dust off the gloves and fight in a spectacle. So I thought it represented Rocky him. is the champ at the time, and he fights him. No, Apollo yes. Creed's the champ. Isn't no, he? Apollo Creed oh, fights him in a right. spectacle. <laughs> I live in America, and James Brown, God bless him. Directed by Rocky Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> I know the story behind them. Starring Sylvester Stallone, Talia Shire, Burt Young, Carl Weathers, Bridget Nielsen when she was hot. Carl Weathers. And Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> 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 you, you gotta know, man. You gotta know. That's, that's the funniest thing I've ever said. Yeah, I, I think. Uh, what I, show is it where Carl Weathers comes back on and plays himself? Dude, it's Arrested yeah, Development. It's Arrested Development. Fucking incredible. So couch. And he bangs <laughs> Portia de Rossi, I think. Carl Weathers is his oh, acting he's, coach. He's, he's acting Tobias' coach. His acting yeah. coach. Yeah, it's so good. It's fucking incredible. Okay, so year for Rocky Four. Like the odds that I fucking. You know what? I'm just going to guess. Uh, I, I, I believe this right off the bat will tip us to. Uh, why it's not in Matt's wheelhouse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? Oh. Dang. Dang, dang, dang. Dang, dang, dang. Okay, I dang, changed dang, it. Dang. I changed it, but we'll see. We'll see how this works out for me here. Dang, dang, no, no, I'm dang. going back to the original. Dang, dang, dang. Dang, dang, dang. I'm sticking with the original. Okay. I'm you ready? ready? For just hold the on, year? Hold on, hold on. It's just the year, Simon. Just yeah, the year. Just the year. You were doodling. No. You were doodling. You had to write down You were doodling. No, no. I switched my year. Okay, I sorry. It I'm, sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's the movie shit. game where Matt and Simon go head to head to get which year movie came out, the budget, and the box office gross. All right. Rocky Four, I think, came out in 1988. 92. <laughs> 1985. Whoa. Dude. Fuck. Why do you do that? I, I I was looking over. He got it. He got it. I don't know. But you, then you said 1998. It's like no. You anyways. Fuck. So you were three years old, I think, when it came out. Yeah, that's F- four. So very difficult. That's what I'm saying. Do you understand why? To, yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense to me. 1985. This was everything to me. So Kamar, because the reason I I I, I went 88, and then I said to myself, hold on, the first Rocky didn't come out. It came out in the 70s. Well, I'm like only, late seventies, right? Eight, maybe when the this 80s. comes out. Um, That's a little different, though. Even being eight is. But I definitely didn't watch it when I was eight. I must have watched it later. You know what I mean? I wasn't watching Rocky when I was oh, eight. Yeah, whatever. I don't think. So the Anyways. fucking budget, Jesus Christ. Okay. In um, nineteen eighty-five. I wish I had all the previous movie games. I threw out my other book. Because then you could look at like Predator and stuff like that. Yeah, that's not how this game works. Well, it is actually. That's how I've been playing it in the past. Yeah, so the original came out in 1976. Whoa, Rocky. hold on a second. That's how you've been pl- You've been looking back at your previous notes? Yeah, of course. You should not be doing that. I'm Why having not? to go. 
What do you mean? Why not? <laughs> He's just going what, in in nineteen in two thousand one. Movies are about this. Well, I might as well be able to use my phone then and check no, what no, no, other no, movies no, no, were. No, 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 do you have papers to draw? <laughs> okay, I'm. I am. You can totally reference your own notes. Your my notes are all over the fucking. Well, Simon, not guess our problem. What? I only have one note now. It's Rocky Four. Well, no wonder you fucking win all the time, man. I have to re guess every time. Well, you're putting on the line, Simon, and we appreciate it. <laughs> This is ridiculous. This guy's pissed for nothing. Like this is you act like there's actually something on the line yeah, here. I'm, yeah, my I'm pride, really, Matt. My pride is on the holy line. Holy fuck! I get a lot of DMs about everyone respects your movie game skills. I think it's um, all I care about is you guys getting the years right. Cause you <laughs> never get it right. It doesn't matter the budget. We know that shonky with our uh, parameters. Oh my! This is so hard at eighty-five, and it made. Uh... Ooh. Let us, let us guys know what you think about this Mike Tyson interview as well, please. With your emails and. Unless you're Mike Tyson, then please do not let us know. But do you think if it came with this idea and called Mike Tyson and said, Mike, do you want to make $40 million? And then you got to turn around and put this fight together and then you are the promoter? Sorry, I missed all of that. Someone, someone, this wasn't Mike's idea. No, it's his partner. No, this was Cocaine's idea, for sure. Someone was high somewhere. And they were nothing was flying, and they were like, "Okay, listen, this just, was cocaine." This they were idea. like, "What about if we got Mike Tyson out of retirement?" And someone's like, "There's no fucking way you're getting Mike out." And he was like, "What if we offered him like twenty million? You know what I mean? That's exactly twenty so million. That he'll never do it for twenty. Then <laughs> offer him a hundred million. No, we can't offer him a hundred million. Offer him forty million. See if he had bites. we been doing the coke, we could have yeah. this fight on. That's all I'm saying. It's like what's that movie with uh, Jonah Hill and the other that ugly kid about how they ended up selling. Uh, the U.S. government arms. Yeah, it's uh, war, <clears throat> war dogs. Yeah, war dogs. It's when they're in the first meeting with the government and they're like, uh, they offer them, they're like, it's 50 million our contract. And they're like, we'll give it to you. And they're like, do you know why we gave you the contract? And they're like, no. They're like, because you came in 150 million under the lowest bidder. And the, and they look at each other like, fuck. You know what I mean? Like, you can just scam. You just got to go out well, there. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. You think it was his business partner. I think someone just came up and said, Let's do this, and now they're going to make a couple million dollars because for sure they convinced Mike Tyson to. I'm ready, Simon. Dust yeah. it off. I mean, I'm done, but I I can't be right. I find With that attitude, of course you're done. Can I tell you why this one doesn't make any sense to me? Just before we give the numbers, sure. Because it's 85, so I know everything is cheap. But this is the fourth movie in the production. At this point, even just Stallone has got to be worth a certain something, something. You, you know what? I'm I, confused. You know what I'd take as a thing, and I don't know what year it came out, but Titanic was the first hundred million dollar movie budget wise. Yeah, right. so always think about that. that Anyways, was, uh, that was like ninety eight. Well, let's see where we're at. Okay, you, you go, go first. first. Simon. <laughs> okay, I'll go first. Uh, I said it had a budget of twenty seven point eight million, and that it grossed one hundred and forty point five. And I said $22 million and it grossed two twenty. Wow, this is so difficult because it budget $28 million. Oh, my God. I was fucking $200,000 You were in the neighborhood. Holy fuck. But the box office, $304 million. Ah, you sold yourself short. Cunt. $304. You were, you were closer. You were closer. You're not, you're not in the big scheme off. of things. I'm closer. It's a push. Yeah, you will oh, well, give you that win. He almost hit the, the budget on the head. And the year, apparently, if he wasn't so indecisive. So it's another failure. But that's the movie game. Anything can happen. What's well, the cliche, really, Simon? the curtain was pulled back for me here. I'm going to start taking meticulous notes and have them all at my disposal. Dude, nothing. No one. The only rule is you can't check me, your phone. Would, or know what it is before coming in. But 
would be so happy if you just crush movie game after movie game after movie game after movie game. Well, this uh, listen, I'm not saying it's And then gonna, you'd get competitive, but then it, I'm not going to say I'm not saying it would help me win or I would have won more. Maybe it wouldn't have. But it certainly would have made it easier for me because do me a favor. Keep in mind having some reference. Of course, Simon he's keep, reaching to think he's cheating. That's keep, all. Keep in mind, Simon. It's just an advantage. There's maybe there's maybe fifteen movies in that book to reference as far as years and budgets, and that's if I've written down both. There was a lot of weeks where I didn't. So, <laughs> but it just goes to show why Sylvester Stallone is Sylvester Stallone. Like everything he touched back then was just boop. oh he couldn't couldn't lose cash money. And now we remain to see like. I think someone could get really hurt in this. This is what the other team felt like after Deflate Gate. Mm-hmm. They just weren't sure anymore, you know. Kamara, this is where I d- disagree with you, though. I truly feel like it's like a, like a, like a gentleman's agreement. Like we're gonna go out there and box, but I'm not, absolutely not trying to hurt you at my age, and you're absolutely not. I, oh, I, I don't. The, the guy in this. This I'm Mike with, Tyson I'm has with, no is, agreement with anyone. Is, is not that guy. This Mike Tyson wants to kill someone. He wants Listen, to bring home blood. But part wouldn't that be part of the thing too that you'd go out and sell it so hard like Mike you got to go out. He's and be not ki- that good an actor. I've seen him I mean, in listen, the Hangover. I I you know I I obviously agree with you. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate as we do here. All we can do is speculate, and it's November 28th, whatever, and we'll see. It's weird they're doing a Black Friday. No, it's October 20th. I, I don't know. I I I think Joe said the date and he messed it up, and now I'm quoting that. A date. couple of times I thought. Mike was going to say something shitty about cuz. And then he didn't. Mm-hmm. But then I thought he was going, like, it kept happening because Joe kept bringing him up. And Mike was like, no, you know, he worked me this hard and he did all, he made me a killer and a demon, but I loved them, you know? It but was, he was uh, hypnotized, so it's hard to say. Yeah. Well. Mike has November so 20th. much, Mike has so much foam built up on his mouth by the end of the podcast. It's staggering. Okay, I'm going to have to go watch it. I can't give a full assessment without seeing it. Uh, Um, Mike said that Cuz said he summoned him like a demon, which I thought was interesting. Interesting choice. I think he's playing mind games with himself to to psych himself up because I don't think think he can go in on a judge's agreement and fight, but all we can do is speculate, and after the fight, all this will be clear. What we saw was a transformation, and it's impossible to say uh, Mike Tyson may not have head injuries. You know what I mean? It'd be naive to think he's completely fine. After all we know about football, no, I think Reed was just rebuilding, or maybe the mushrooms were rebuilding those synapses for him. I mean, Kamar, I would agree with you if he was a fighter who had been in many 12-round battles. Or eaten a lot of damage, but I would have been Buster I'd, Douglas beat the shit out of him. I'd be I, very, and it could happen in one fight. Yeah, yeah, okay, you're right. There's a big guy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'd be very interested to see if like um, mushrooms could be used as some sort of way to help the PTSD. Well, we know there is, but like with traumatic traumatic head injuries, you're talking you know? about like CTE. That's what you're well, talking about. Well, when you're actually like breaking um, brain cells. Yeah, but know? that's they calcify, so you need something to. I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just Maybe saying Maybe the it, mushrooms do uncalcify it the same way it uncalcifies your pineal gland. Maybe. I also think Joe is right. This may be the biggest pay-per-view ever. No. You're not just you, no. you you guys are not interested in seeing it. No, of course I want to see it, but I don't think this is going to be as big as like Connor and um Floyd. I don't think it's that big. I think we I have think, to agree. You got to realize that at least Connor and Floyd meant it something. was regarded as two people that were at the top of their game. 
Like Connor was the top of the UFC and he was still the top of boxing. This is to me, this will be big. Don't get me wrong, Kamar. I think this will be huge. Kamar, if Mike Tyson was to be fighting like for the belt, that would be the biggest pay-per-view ever. If Can Mike I Tyson was doing something where he was bringing home Hold a on. championship. Can I tell you why it can't be the biggest? They changed the date. So they needed the, more viewers. Uh, my my, The way I look at that, Kamar, is if you're changing the date, it's because you're looking at the numbers going, we have a lot of money committed in this, and we, we're not going to make our nut unless we move it to a date. That's how I look at it. Again, that, I could be fair. wrong. That's fair. Keep in mind, Kamar, maybe you're... It, it will be big, though. Maybe you're right, where maybe they're like, if we move it to this date, it will be the biggest pay-per-view ever. Maybe you're right. I, I, I just don't know. I mean, we're going to find out in three months. So, anyway, so. on, um, what's that show we both Hold on. There? Who wins? Oh. Just real quick. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. I can't bet against this guy, man. This guy's a fucking killer. It's tough, dude. Kingdom? He's not doing cocaine Kingdom. or any whores before the fight. Kingdom. Um, I learned that when a fighter is fighting, he is the king, and he needs everybody to do exactly what he says because it's such a stressful time. That was like a big episode on the show. But Mike said it. He said, when I'm fighting, I want a slave. I need somebody who's just can never say no to me. I just, there can't be any no during no push a back, camp. Yeah. yeah, no, that makes sense, though. Like, you're putting yourself through such shit. Again, though, hearing that and then knowing that he raped a woman, you're kind of like. Yeah, no, no. You're like, like, that's a really fucking, you know. Yeah. And I think Joe got that, too. Because I'm telling you, watch this episode. Yeah. But the most adorable part of this episode, my favorite part of it, was when Joe says to him, uh, do you know who Terrence McKenna is? And he says, nah, tell me about Terrence. <laughs> no, it was a completely an Andrew Schultz. Go like, on. This is amazing. It was adorable. <laughs> tell me about Terrence. So there's still a, uh, there's a, still a nice child in Mike Tyson. Oh, listen, don't get me wrong. I, I know I, I said some conspiracy theories in this episode, but I like Mike Tyson. Like, after the last episode, I had a totally different opinion of the guy. I thought he was like really a dude who was working really hard in the right ways to make himself a better person. It's a tale of two mics. So who knows? I mean, maybe it's a perfect fucking example of why if you are on edge or have a fucking problem, maybe you should invest in a lot of weed. Yeah. And I don't mean stocks. I mean, maybe yeah. you should buy a pound of weed and start fucking smoking it, vaporizing it, doing whatever. It will chill you out. I hope it's a battle, not like a like it, it, it's really wow. They just went at it and gave like it all they had. It's a technical, and, or, or I, I, I asked me who I think it was win. I said Mike Tyson, just a, a good fight that like I don't think the Conor McGregor and uh, Floyd Mayweather fight was that good, but I, it was exciting the build up and everything. I just want to be a good show and seem real i want mike to fight fight his hardest and then never fight again yeah i that's think that's what would that, be that's my what, biggest hope for that him, that's what i wanted to, to say. go back to being a weed farmer and to never fight again i hope it has credibility and it's exciting and and it's enough for him like and, it and does it, it, it fills, fills that, that hole fucking, if it is a hole he challenges himself and not a money thing and he stops it fills it but i do not want this to become and a traveling roadshow a money thing i hope this fills his pockets and everything he needs especially and then he just goes back to fucking smoke like you said he said he doesn't like that guy he is when he starts hitting the bag like he doesn't like the guy he is right now but he's gotta push that out and be like i'm a fucking killer i'm gonna and that's why i feel like it's a money issue and not a, a love of the game issue but who what the fuck do i know i'm a stupid stupid man i've said oh, that no, many I, times. I just you know 
I, I still stand by that. I don't think it's that hard for Mike Tyson to generate income, but like said, not guys, $40 million. What do you think? But if he's giving it all to charity, then I know you I think it's think some that. conspiracy. I'm Again, just, I don't even think that part. I think he, there's a lot more money to be generated off this thing than necessarily just the door, which is going to charity. Sure. Maybe you're right. And Look, the, every the, people still get paid, and then money goes to charity. Like, come on. Oh, that's why this doesn't make sense. There's no fucking audience. There's no audience. Well, you can't have a 30,000 people or whatever. It's only the pay-per-view. Well, I, I, unless they, they go someplace where there's no COVID No, rules. the only person who's getting in is Joe, apparently. I didn't even, I didn't <laughs> even think about that. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different thing. I don't even care about this. If it, no, no. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, it I was, do. It's in a huge stadium. Yeah. It's a big thing. No, it's Old school. Mike is going to be. It's well, going to be. You're awful. forgetting too that if it was a stadium, it would be packed to the brim with celebrities. Lower bowl. Great. The lower bowl would be if you weren't there, you are not of A-list. Co- of course, and, and that'd be great. But it's not going to be that. Would be bigger. This is a fucking farce. But that. But what I'm saying is, on that level, that Connor fight when they were panning the lower bowl audience. Yeah. It was a fucking who's who of who, like... No, this is a farce. This is useless. Of sheiks, drug dealers, there you and go. celebrities. There you go. But we'll Child be rapists. No, I didn't go that far. <laughs> we're gonna, they were sitting way in the back. Okay. We're, we're going to hear all the punches, that's for sure. Oh, my God. Imagine what a punch from Mike Tyson sounds like we're without to anybody in the place. Yeah, we're going to find Imagine out. Imagine if he made, like, a female tennis player grunt every time he hit someone. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the final piece of this puzzle. Puzzle is that puzzle. Puzzles. I love puzzles. He turned South American there. The final piece of the puzzle. Are we? Can we rate it? I'm confused. Oh yeah, of course. Let's start with you, Kamar. What are you confused by? I thought something different till I heard you guys' input. It was, and then he said you got to watch it. Oh, I and I'd seen some comments about Joe, like Mike Tyson making him go serious all of a sudden when he's joking around. And was like, I didn't see it, but I didn't because I just heard I it. I feel like we changed your mind on a bunch of episodes today. I feel like my work was done. I give it a three. Simon, what do you give it? I give this one uh oh my God. I give it a th- three, I guess. I don't I don't know, man. I don't know. It scared me. Yeah. No one knows. He didn't this do is, a bad job. This it just is, was it, a scary podcast. It, this is a really weird one to rate because I mean, I would fully, fully, fully recommend you go watch the whole thing at regular speed in its entirety, just because it's it's train wreckish. I'm going to. You, you sold me. There's something there. Like if you're really paying attention, it's whew, there's a lot there. And it'll all culminate on November 28th on pay per view. No, no, Patreon. Oh Our yeah, Patreon. Yeah. Go on <laughs> Patreon, and we'll do it. We should do a fight review of it. A fight companion? A fight companion for it, for the Patreon. The problem is we'd have to bring everything to my house again. and oh, We could, you could get a TV in here, no? There's no. Anyways, we'll talk about this after, but this is exciting stuff. Um, all right, that's it. We're done? Everyone's good? Sorry, Mike. Why? We're not, he's, I feel he's, bad. Like, I don't... Um, why? Well, this is what we do. I don't, I don't think you condemned him. I I, yeah, I hope I didn't. We all said we wish him the best. We hope he's not fighting yeah. for any other. We speculate and wonder and Diablo Avocado. Yeah. Mm. 
He's scared of Mike Tyson. I'm scared yeah, of Mike really, Tyson. Remember, yeah. uh, you know what the craziest part is in your the defense? Fresh Prince, I don't know what in the world he's actually. The, he might come after some nobody like me. I was like just me. gonna say he's the type of person Dude, to show was, up and be like, I, was, "I heard your podcast, Simon." I like, was playing it all out in my head. I know you were. I could tell. I, Hal- I, I want to backtrack here. Halimi yelling, "Simon, uh, yeah, Mike Tyson's at the door." <laughs> Simon's hey, ass just puckers up. I give this one a five. <laughs> Mike gets a five too. First five ever. No, but remember what Mike was saying? He fucking hates people who don't tell him he's fat. He does it on shape. Well, so now you you're blowing so smoke up his ass. Me. You're done. No, no, no yeah, no. no. Well, go no. back and listen to the tape, Mike. I've been fucking oh. ragging on you the whole time. <laughs> and I don't oh, like people with faith either, though. Yeah. I'm sorry, Thyman. You just buried yourself, so I don't know what to say. Oh, I'm fucked if I do. I'm fucked if I don't. It's very true. I hope. I just hope it's for the best and it's not. Yeah, good bad. luck. Okay. I don't think he needs it because I think he's going to fucking destroy, destroy Roy Jones. Who was in the Matrix? Huh? Roy Jones Jr. was in the Matrix. When? Like number one? Yeah. I wonder if he knows it was a um, transgender subplot. Yeah. I don't think they told him that when they. I was going to say a morphing movie, but that's not the no, right word. I believe subplot. Transition would... movie. Okay. That's what I was looking for. Are we done then? Yeah, well, let's be done. well, Kamar's got his sunglasses on, so he's obviously ready to he's go. He's ready for the post No, I see there's a lot of people who are hearing impaired, so they can't see the show. Hold on, no. Say that again. They can't hear the show. <laughs> no, yeah. They <laughs> That's can't, the only thing they, they can do. They can't hear the show. They can only see. read the subtitles. Okay. Yeah. And I just want them to know I'm the cool one. To all my deaf friends out there. But you could have done that by just saying it, and they would have read the subtitles. They don't need the glasses. I feel oh, like no. you're making fun of blind oh, no. people the in glasses, some way. The glasses make you look cool. <laughs> or they don't I don't know I, I thought it was funny Well the glasses make you look cool Means he's bigging blind people up Again so. I don't know what that I'm not to able do to do pranks here Because they're like What are you up to No I, I didn't say it. I was just okay, so sorry. I thought you were leaving well, Why are sunglasses a prank I, I thought it'd be funny I did it And this is blown up in my face again I'm right. sorry Edit Let's, this all out Matt I No don't, want him no. To look don't you dare <laughs> Uh, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you want to email us, you can do so at jrepodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can uh, follow us on Instagram. It's jree podcast. We're also on Twitter. Same thing, jree podcast. You can follow Kamar here on Instagram at Kamar Babar. Instagram and Twitter. Um, don't follow Simon. Well, you can follow me if you want. Don't follow me, but you know what? Don't. I don't care. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> He's a complicated man, this guy. Bigfoot Sighting Society. Uh, there you go. For some stupid drawings. There you go. Uh, there's a subreddit for the show. It's reddit.com slash podcast. If you want to, uh, I don't know. Keep the conversation going. There you go. And the most important, obviously, is the Patreon. You can support the show for as little as $5 a month at patreon.com slash podcast. For that money, you will get uh, the post show early. So you get the post show on Tuesday. And you also get a couple episodes of This Won't Age Well, the series where we go back, we listen to old episodes of Joe Rogan, and we do what we do here on The Normal Show. We just see if they've aged well, give our opinions, blah, blah, blah. And the YouTube, of course. If you want to see what we look like, see how old and haggard and shitty we are, you can go to youtube.com slash podcast. How shitty we dress. Just you, buddy. Yeah. Kamar looks no, sharp as fuck. She planned her sheet today. He's yeah. sharp. Yeah. Usually he wears fucking sandals. And no, no. I, I think my new outfit is going to be my cheesy tracksuit and my uh, gaudy Jordans. Well, definitely, Every episode. definitely the gaudy Jordans. 
And, Are you gonna leave them hanging up here? Like, yeah. and could you yeah, carry? Like your, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like Mr. Rogers. Yeah, yeah, that's like, what. I could you carry? You are now your, listening to the Joe Rogan Experience. Experience. Could you carry your Hotep Jesus book around with you, like a Bible? Okay, Grandpa. I downloaded on my phone. It's not a physical uh, copy. What the fuck? You paid how much money to download something to your phone? Fifty bucks. All right, folks. We're gonna argue this out. Uh, that's am, it, right? I am dumbfounded that you paid fifty dollars and don't have a physical copy for your book. I could print it off. That's gonna cost one hundred fifty bucks <laughs> in printing costs. And where the hell does this guy come up with a bookshelf? Uh, <laughs> what am I thinking? Yeah, Kamar has a bookshelf. It's just his phone charging on top of it. There's nothing on it's any just shelf. VHS porn yeah. tapes. Girls that's come over. It. He's like, "What do you want, bitch? There's six hundred books on that fucking phone." That's it, folks. Uh, we thank you so much for listening to this. We hope you have a great week. We hope you have a great weekend. And as usual, keep your eyes open.